baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Rev up those fryers, because I am sure hungry for one Greg Hill Show. Broadcasting from beautiful and safe Brighton, Massachusetts. It's go, 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 go time. This is... Who are you? I'm out, Greg. Pleased to meet you. The Greg Hill Morning Show. Tick, tick, boom. Starring... I'm Instagram famous. (laughs) Come on, man. We go way back. You're damn right we do, Tom. You're a fraud, Greg. Greg Hill. I gotta tell you, that ass went around the world. (laughs) (laughs) You have been referred to many times in this building as the ass. Now I know why. (laughs) I was wondering, ever since I came here, they said, oh, great, you get to work with that ass. And I was like, oh, really? Featuring the original spark of the Pats dynasty. Super Bowl champion, Jermaine. uh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Wiggy. How am I like your high school coaching career? Ah, how are you? Uh, Because we're both used to defeat. Good night, everybody. Take care. Joined by the relationship alpha. Oh, this is going to make me sound stupid, but can't you just buy your own sex doll? Courtney Cox. Jason Kelsey, uh, when they were talking about his uh, walking in outfits, did a little B-roll of some of the outfits he wore, and he wore a full gray sweatsuit, and I'm telling you, it did not look like he had any draws on underneath. (laughs) What? Where's your mind going? Why Greg, are you, why I'm going to find it and send it to Brian. Why are you looking at that? You're a married woman. <laughs> and accompanied by... Look at my booty in these tight pants. You know, can't <laughs> stuff it in your mouth if you're on the phone. Two big brains behind the glass. Brian Hoyer, the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Another stroke of sweetness. Curtis and Shime. No disrespect, but... Uh, the butt of one of you looks better in what you're wearing than the other. I That's fine. I'm really showing off the calves today in these joggers. Now, let's get down to business. It's time to party. It's time for the Greg Hill Morning Show. Good morning. Good hello, morning, everybody. <laughs> hello, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbors. On Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. Come on, people. W-E-E-I. When I say Greg Hill and you say show, Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Go, Greg Hill, show. All right. It's go, 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 go time. Let's go. Let's go. Tick, tick, boom. What up, though? Hey, Wiggy. What's going on? Hello, Curtis. Oh, man. What an evening it was. What what a wild day. Is it the apocalypse out there? It is raining like uh, pure misery this morning. Is that all? Why it is. Why? Because we live in bizarro world. We live in bizarro world? After what's going on in Atlanta? Uh We live in bizarre world. Well, I mean, it's possible that you and I and others uh-huh. have misjudged the coaching ability of one William Belichick. 
Wiggy. That we did. It is It is possible that the rest of the world knows something that we don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> so does Stephen Bryan just sort of walk back meekly into the offices like, okay, Gerard, is that offer still on the table? Oh, I, it's still on the table, right? There... There was nothing that was more shocking in the last week, and there's been a lot of shocking things Mm -hmm. in the last, well, the last couple of weeks. Nothing more shocking than the announcement that the Atlanta Falcons are going in a different direction than that of Bill Belichick. I stared at that Schefter tweet before I sent it to the group. Like, is this Adam Schefter? Is this right. Eric Shun? Right. Have, is it Black I, Adam Schefter? Because <laughs> it would be one thing if it was Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Like, or, you know, obviously Harbaugh, but he was gone. But Raheem Morris over a guy in Bill Belichick. So Arthur Blank decided to listen to Rich McKay, who's won what in the NFL as an executive? All he's, he's known Zilch. for. Well, he's on the competition committee mm-hmm. that creates rules that have hurt the game. And. Bill Belichick sits there, and now the Chiefs' story makes all the sense in the world where Bill's trying to get the Falcons to realize that he's going to be heading somewhere else. He's trying to create a market for himself because he felt that opportunity slipping away. And then Raheem Morris is fired. My only conspiracy theory, and uh, I'm going to do it in my lead. Well, then don't do it now. Right. If it's your if it's your lead, don't do it. Yeah, now. I wasn't gonna do it. I was, oh, okay. I, I was gonna you know give you a little golden juicy nugget. Uh, okay, but I'll wait till my so lead. Wait, you're gonna tease the conspiracy theory in your lead. Okay. Uh huh. Is that um, maybe the wool is being pulled over all of our eyes? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I could go with some wool pulling. You like the wool pulling? Yeah. And nothing better than some yes, good wool pulling. You get yes, wool I from do. sheep, right? Uh, yes, you okay. do get wool. Uh, yes, wool comes from sheep. <laughs> yes, it does. And the other thing I thought of, Greg, is Arthur Blank got revenge for 28 to 3. He made everybody believe that Bill Belichick was the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons until pulling the rug out from under him and handing the gig to Raheem Morris. Yeah. I mean, it just appears that the NFL, these owners in the NFL, are going, are willing to go with head coaches who've never been a head coach before, mm-hmm. who have little or, or virtually no experience. Right but can relate to today's player and it's i i it's got to be it I, I it just has to be the gen z thing or whatever it is where somebody like bill belichick somebody like pete carroll mm-hmm. somebody who is even maybe somebody like mike vrabel is too old and too old head mm-hmm. to relate to guys because there's no other reason why when you're when you're looking at somebody who has a couple years, two, three years as an assistant coach in the NFL, uh-huh. why are you going to hire that person over 20, 30 years of experience? I think that a lot of billionaire owners, and I would say not a lot, but all billionaire owners and a lot of people that have that type of bread, they want, we call in the world of sports, they want do-boys. So they want head coaches that are going to, do exactly what they say. They ain't gonna kick up no dust. Yeah. Right? Well that's so, not Bill. So, right. Yeah, that's not so. and that's probably not Vrabel. Right? So it's probably not that Raheem Morris, you look at him, his his former stint as a head coach in the NFL, not very good with the Tampa Bay Bucks. I know he had that one season in Atlanta where he was kind of like the interim right. slash coach. 
So, but I wonder if these teams that like with the Bobby Slowicks of the world, they're just going to be do boys and yes men. Yeah. Hey, you need me to do this? I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll do that. And they're never gonna. They're not going to ask the owner for power. The owner's going to say, "Here's the GM. Here's the guy who's running the show." Okay, because yeah. they're they're grateful for their first gig. But if Andy Reid were available, the Falcons would have hired Andy Reid. I don't know. They I, I, they would have. Well, and, so why isn't Vrabel being hired? Maybe he's asking for too much money. I don't. I have no idea. He's getting paid a bunch. He's got two more years of being paid by the Titans, so maybe he's waiting out for a better opportunity. Yeah, but, I mean, have you seen Arthur Blank's new yacht? Yeah, I mean, I don't think yeah, they money got, is a concern. Right. That thing, Wiggy, have you seen that thing? No, I got to check that his. Do, oh, my God. Oh, that, was it that night? Oh, you who love yachts. Yes, I do. It's got like this artwork that is on the outside of the of the yacht it's a it's like a three billion dollar yacht or some ridiculous number that arthur but it's you know they he should name it home depot right because it really is <laughs> it, he, he really that's where it, when you have home depot money that might be better than Amazon money. Oh, yes. I mean, Home Depot nice money. I have to say there's something relaxing about the smell inside a Home Depot. It feels like <laughs> back at Wood Shop. But the um the, the what were you what, a big shop guy? Oh when no, you, not I, at all. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> Woodwork. I don't know. I don't know if they offered that uh, at, at Rivers. At, the, at Rivers. Yeah. They, well, they, at Rivers. They, that you can watch people construct your house. That's kind of shop. <laughs> um, but we, uh, what Wiggy just was discussing is basically what baseball's gone to with analytics invading Major League Baseball. It used to be that Joe Torre, Terry Francona, Mike Sosha, these guys were high paid, influential mem- members of the organization. Now, managers are basically just puppets in baseball, and that could be similar to the NFL. Yeah, He's, and they and they never never does a head coach yell at anybody. Never does he raise his voice, and never does he expect that you're going to do something that you don't want to do. Right? So, but do you I, see like the trend of coaches in the NFL? What about AI coaches? <laughs> uh, that's coming. I'm sure it's coming. But the trend of coaches in the NFL, it's like. I think a lot of the do boys or these young guys, the Bobby Slovics of the world, you know, the guys that basically will do anything. And then you're starting to see a sprinkle of former players being dropped in there. The Dan Campbells, the D'Amico Ryans, Gerard Gerard Mayo, Mayo, Mike Vrabel, you know, Mike Vrabel, but even more so like Vrabel, I think was like at the beginning of that, that had success. But now with like D'Amico Ryans and Dan Campbell, I wonder if you're going to see more of the former players getting more of these opportunities than, yeah. like, you know, just the guy like the Brian Callahan who was, I don't know what the hell he was doing, you know, making, you know, show cards for the offense to hold. Yeah. Well, it appears that there are very few opportunities that remain for Bill Belichick. May, is Seattle still on the table? Is Washington still on the table? I don't know. We got a lot to talk about. When it comes to that on this morning's show, Courtney is off today. Yes, um, attending a funeral, and I think it's okay to talk about it because she put it on uh, her social media. But um, she lost her aunt, yes. um, who her aunt was an everyday listener of this program and um, an uh, incredible woman. So um, we're thinking about Courtney. Yeah. Um, as she deals with all of that stuff today. A sudden passing, unexpected, very tough. So thank you, Courtney, and her family. Um, Coming up, we'll get to this morning's leads in just uh, about 10 minutes. And then they said it at 7. That's a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. The news at 7.30. 
in Courtney's absence, it could be Curtis, it could be Shime. I mean, Shime, Curtis asked me for the opportunity oh. to step up and handle the news today. If if uh, uh, if you feel comfortable, I, with that. I do. My, my my days of Dan Dan Rathering have long since passed. Okay, so Shime, I, he's also. I mean, he he, he is thin, so he uh, can handle more than one op, uh, one job. You yeah. had my yeah. way in this morning. Yes. All uh, right. Oh, you did. Down 13 and a half pounds. Wow. Hey! Good wow. job. And how, okay. how long have you been doing? Two weeks? Two and a half weeks, yeah. Good job. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. It. I mean, it's kind of like uh, chucking a pebble off Mars, but <laughs> um, I, I, I do commend I do Greg, commend. every step in the there right direction is a positive I, step. I commend yeah. you. That's I it. Commend, I commend you on that. And your goal, I believe your goal was losing 40. Yep, so we're more than a 25% of the way there. Mm, okay. Keep Fantastic, it up. Fantastic, Shime. Fantastic. Well done. So, Shime, yeah, Shime said to me, next man up, ne- next person up on the news in Courtney's absence. So Love we'll it. let you do that at 730, Shime. Woo, thank on you. On today's show. All right, and if you want to be on, the number to call is 617-779-7937. If it is more convenient and you prefer to text, you can text at any time on the Subaru of New England text line, which is 37937. And what else? This show on Twitch is presented by Elite Vodka, so you can watch this show on Twitch. Just go to Twitch and follow WEI. Same with YouTube. If you want to watch this show, you can watch on YouTube and do that uh, anytime you want. And in Courtney's absence, with trending, here also is Chris John. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, your Bruins got an overtime win in oh. Ottawa last night. Yep. Well, you, can, you can thank Brad Marsh, and again, the again. captain comes through in the clutch. They blew a 2 nothing lead, which wasn't great. Well, that wasn't them. That was the Zebras, Shimes. <laughs> they won that game despite the officiating last night, in my humble opinion. Greg, it's funny you mention that, because Jim Montgomery, I believe he felt the same way. Here was Monty after the game uh, when asked about the penalties. Do you feel like you dodged a little bit of a bullet with the penalties tonight? Well, I don't think we dodged a bullet. I think we took about eight bullets. Seemed a little one-sided. It, it was. They had six power plays. We had one. That is one-sided. <laughs> it was horrific. <laughs> it was bad. Absolutely horrific last yep. night. Every time they put their whistle to their mouth, I was mm-hmm. like, they, let them play hockey. That is it. My God, let them play hockey. It was so ticky-tack and stupid. It was just put the whistles away. It's, it's that simple. It's a regular season game. It's not that serious. Just It's, it's frustrating. But... The Bruins head to Philly for their final game before the All-Star break tomorrow. Puck drop at 12.30. And the Celtics have now won six of their last seven as they roll past the Heat, 143-110. to 110. Mm. Jason Tatum led the way with 26 points in the win. Jalen Brown talked about how this may have been their best offensive performance of the season thus far. One of our you know, better offensive games of the year. The focus level was there. But just playing on selfish basketball, making the right plays. Seeing the game, making those right decisions, it was it was real clear tonight, and everybody, you know, kind of just acted accordingly. So, like when we are seeing the game and all connected like that on offense, it makes it a lot easier on defense, and it makes it really really tough for us to lose. Yeah, they couldn't miss, man. They was what, at one point shooting like sixty five percent. It was mm. crazy. Porzingis God makes such a difference on this offense. It is yeah. who's that? Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, he, he rolled is, his ankle uh, a little bit. Uh, Porzingis God. Yeah, yeah Porzingis God. <laughs> um, would you, going forward, would you play him almost every other night? 
So as just to, to keep avoid the, the injury thing, yeah. which, which happens. I would, would you not think about I, that? I would definitely think about that. Too many things, even though it was a freak accident and he landed on somebody's foot, but it's just too many things with him, whether it's knees or it's foot or it's stick. And you can get it done without him if you have to. Right. And I think you start at this point to save him a little bit, even right. though... I don't know why, you know, they have that new NBA rule where, you know, somebody's paying 400 bucks for a ticket. They get to see, you know, the stars, unless LeBron is uh, eating on the bench or uh, fighting with a fan. Or watching Brownie's game. uh, Correct, yes. Uh, I think it's like 60-something games, and if you don't qualify, then you don't qualify for, like, awards and stuff like that. That's why Porzingis was available via trade, because he's been injury-prone. Yeah. But I would say if the Celtics are healthy, yeah, they are a lock. Yeah. If they're healthy and they're playing the way they were last night, yeah, they're the best team in the NBA by a wide margin. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Especially, I, I told you at the beginning of the year, Porzingis makes a massive, massive difference. And you're right, Greg. I'm, I'm with you. I'd go every other night with him, every other night, because you don't want to lose him. You might get away with it, like, you know, if you lose, like, a Derek White, you got a Drew Holiday to step in. I mean, obviously, you can't lose Tatum, but um, Porzingis is one of those guys where, I mean, Al, he does a good job as a role player, but he's not going to give you a Porzingis vision. couple hires in the NFL yesterday. Dave Canales is now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and as we talked about, Raheem Morris has gotten the job in Atlanta for the Falcons. That leaves only two job opportunities left. One in Seattle with the Seahawks, the other in Washington with the Commanders. Seems like Bill Belichick may just be out of luck if he's really pursuing that wins record. I can't <laughs> believe it. I, I just... I know we've covered it, but I uh-huh. can't. We got to talk about it, right? Uh, again, uh, and and all morning, I can't believe it. Bill Belichick is not going to be coaching in the NFL this season. It is. Well, I bet sho- it's shocking to me. I bet he could be the defensive coordinator for like the Giants. Yes, he, really could. Uh, he certainly could be. Uh, <laughs> yes, he could. The the Pats fan was more enraged that Bill didn't get a job job opportunity elsewhere than they were that the team went 4-13. and 13. Well, rightly so, I think, Curtis. Why? You, are, you and I might disagree. The man delivered decades of excellence well, around these parts. It seems to be the football um, uh, populace doesn't think it was him. <laughs> uh, you're positively gleeful oh, this morning. I haven't been this happy in a long time. <laughs> All right. Hey, big hockey weekend locally, Shime. Are we going to talk about BCBU? Yeah, huge game tonight in college hockey. Number one BU heads over to County Forum to take on number two BC. Uh, Last top three matchup between these two teams was back in 2012 in the Beanpot title game. And front row tickets for this game. Secondary market, have you seen this? Are going as high as over (laughs) $1,000. Wow. That uh, is wild. That's great. It's a home and home and home, right? Yeah. Friday night at BC. Tomorrow night yeah. at the uh, Gannis. Yeah. All right. Awesome little series there. That is what's trending. Here is Curtis with your weather. Well, you know what? I'll just say to you, Shime. Thank goodness it's not snow. <laughs> Thirty-eight <laughs> degrees. It is pouring out. It's going to rain most of the morning and then stop this afternoon, where the high will be forty-one. Not today for a funeral she will be back with us on monday and you'll see her on sunday if you're joining me and wiggy and courtney at aviva trattoria in stoneham 
to watch game one, the early game, and maybe the depending on how good the food is and how much Wiggy wants to eat, <laughs> maybe the second game as well. And in fact, I think we have one or two remaining pairs of VIP passes to give away this morning. What time would you like to do that, Chime? Oh, you want to do that late in the show today? Uh, I feel like we've been leaning earlier in the show. Okay. So maybe like uh, nine? Nine is when we will do that. Okay, great. Now, I have, I tend to have a soft spot for some of the loyal and very interesting characters that were uh, frequently on the old show, the WAAF show, Curtis. So, you, Oh, you were a rock guy? Yeah. For, so if for a moment I could welcome one of them to the program briefly, I would like to do so in the form of Mike the Can Man. Um guy who has been for decades making his way around the Commonwealth on a bicycle collecting cans and singing the national anthem at amateur sporting events. Uh, I believe he has some sort of important information to share this morning. Mike. The more exclusive you are, the more Mike. Michael. Hello? Yes, hello, Michael. Yes. This is Mike the Can Man speaking. Yes. We have a, we have a milestone just for you. You ready for this? A milestone? I'll be on the half with the combined with WAF and WEEI celebrate of the historic eight thousand shows in your lifetime career. Wait a Congratulations. second. Congratulations. Wait a second. Wow. Today, and this is one one of the things Impressive. that's very this is one of the things that, that is very interesting about Mike. He has kept track of every single radio show I have done in my career. Wow. Are you telling me that this today is my 8,000th show? That is correct. It's true. Huh. Wow. wow. I thought that's you impressive. Saw, what, 8,000? Or, or, or impressive that he's able to keep track. I think that's no, more. I'm able to keep track or both. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. How are you? Take everything care. everything good with you? All right. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, there Thank you, Michael. There you that's, go. <laughs> Short and sweet, I like uh, that. Yeah, I, yeah, he is. To he the point. Be, he can be short and sweet. He can be. Other times, he is not. But uh, in this particular case, he was, which is great. Means All you've right. been doing it a long time. That's 8,000 of those Congratulations, babies. Greg. I mean, I don't know what percentage of them were, uh, were A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, you know, occasionally, every once in a while, you get a D or an F in there, Curtis. You know how it goes. Uh, you know what I think you should do tonight? Uh, Go out to dinner to celebrate. Oh, I, 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 geez, I don't like to dine out. I prefer I'm an eat-at-home guy. Right, right. Uh, but maybe I'll celebrate this weekend somehow. Well, I'm going to celebrate with Wiggy at uh-huh. Viva Trattoria on Sunday. No doubt. Stone him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Texter says we should do a foundation event, which is a WAAF reunion. Yeah, we could have Mike the Can Man there. That'd be pretty Derek cool. Derek the Steelers fan. Shoe. Uh, yeah, Shoe, LB. Let's do it around a pool in the summertime. I saw Danielle was hanging around the radio station here recently. Did I'm, you see that on social media? I did. I saw our yeah. good buddy Stiz Grimy post yeah. that. I think it was Nick Fitzy Stevens' 50th birthday. Okay. Was that what it was? So was they were that, doing a commemoration. That was, that was last week that she was here. She was sitting in this very seat. Yeah, Danielle. she was on Rich Keefe show, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And um, I, 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 I'm just shocked that Can Man's phone has such a good connection considering his AAF relationship. <laughs> By the way, yeah. just a total aside, Mike Shu could not have been nicer to me He's when you came guy. over. He's a great guy. Mike he was Shue. awesome. A genuinely yeah. good guy. He is yeah. a great guy. Great guy. All right. Well, it appears that I might be a regular what you call Iron Man. Wiggy. You are. 
You know what I that mean? That is a record. 8,000 8, shows. I don't think there's anybody, you know, that has done that in the Northeast. Well, there's probably nobody who has done it who looks as young as I. Probably. Right. I w- definitely I not. No, well you know, said. Probably most of those people look uh, like they're elderly. And uh, I start, I don't look as good as Shine, who is down 13.2 pounds. Holy five point five. Uh, uh, why? 13.5. 13.5. Okay. Nobody keeps track of the point five. No. That, well, so a, technically. Script, that's, a, that's a rounding error. No. no, that's, no. A, if that's, you a, that's a be, half glass of water. If you want to be I, accurate, I'm technically down 13.8, but I rounded down to the five just to keep it pretty accurate. Uh, All right. Okay. And uh, Sean, was, was the, that uh, before or after you evacuated your bowels? Uh, after. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm just asking these yeah. questions, Curtis. And I know you wanted to bulk up. You on the creatine like uh, Foyer? No, I am not on the creatine like Foyer. Should get on it. I should. Yeah, I should talk to Foyer about that. See what plan he's on. And Shime, Greg's had eight thousand shows, and congratulations, Greg. Um, what's the over under in your world, Shime, for how many more? What are we going to set at the duration? So oh, are we going to get to nine? Shows get to Greg 10? does. Ooh. Well, I'm here for another five years, or right. whatever the number is. I don't no. think I'm allowed to say the number, but I think it might be five. So, Greg, when did you start at AAF? Nineteen eighty-nine or ninety? Well, Were you born then? No, I wasn't born until ninety-two. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. thirty-five-ish yep. years yeah. almost uh, coming yeah. up. Uh, yeah, I'd say like. I'd say another 1,000 to 1,500 yeah. shows. This fall, I guess, would be my would be my 35th year hosting a morning radio show in the city of Boston. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's impressive. So, theoretically, I could get, should I survive, should mm-hmm. I live, I could get to 40. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. Here You're... at WEI and then just hang it, hang it right up. Unlike mm-hmm. Belichick, you remain employable. Uh, well, Curtis, currently, yes. Uh, it's because I'm willing to take a hometown discount over and over <laughs> and over again. I, mean, I that think is, the people uh, above might disagree with that. But, I, um, that. That is why that's why I have been able to remain in this in this business. Forty years. Uh, let's see. On the Subaru of New England text line, uh Texter says seven seven four Texter says eight thousand shows, hmm. twenty five hundred of which Greg was actually present for. <laughs> I don't miss work that often. I don't believe I've missed work once in the new year. No, so, you're uh, an Iron Man. Yeah, but, you've been spot on. But I, I would ask honestly. Has there ever been a point in your life over those 35 years where you were contemplating leaving the industry? Were you ever close to getting out of radio? Or has this no. always been? No, because it's it's not really work. Right. right. I mean, it's like all we do is come in here and talk. No, I, I, I love it. I'm not saying you should. I just am curious. <laughs> it ain't hot. I mean, we ain't in there, uh, you know, building bridges or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, it's uh, not rocket science. Yeah. I mean, say. I feel like maybe the last year that I do it, uh-huh. I should go back to my roots and do like a music show or something. You know, like more music in the morning. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you could just play the hits. Have, like you get, could play you know, the hits here. Get seven or eight songs, seven or eight tunes in an hour. You know what I mean? Oh, you go hit the maybe post. I, maybe I'll do that over on Big One Hundred Three or something right. like well, that to go. end my career. That'd be fun. As long as, do you think they'd let me play any song I wanted, or do you think they'd have the, within reason? The, well, they probably do one of them studies and surveys right, now. Right, right, Just right. call it like two hours. Greg's list. Right. That's it. We, we need more cowbell. Uh, 
<laughs> you want to have the full autonomy. Wait, 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 Curtis give... could be Curtis could be the music director oh. for my for my new show. We uh, would have my... OMC Hal Bazaar. Uh-huh. Right. We yeah. would have Smash Mouth. You only know like three songs yep. by, by their title. <laughs> but it'll be on heart. a loop. Summer Girls by LFO. <laughs> right. we can, we can, if things were if Greg is emo, we could do Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, great song. <laughs> Curtis, I bleed just loop. to know I'm alive. I mean, what a lyric. Three AM by Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> right. Oh my God, Matchbox Twenty forever. And maybe we can do a little Green Day Dookie just right. for old days. And if you really want to throw him a curveball, toss in an Eminem right. track. And my favorite, Bare Naked Ladies, if I had a million dollars. Five seven one text has accidental cleanse girl even been alive for eight thousand days? I don't. I'm not good at math. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't even know how old she is. Uh, <laughs> you're not about the age, Greg. Right. I'm not. It's, it's not me. I'm not about that. That's that's the only thing. Doesn't that matter to me. Nope. Do you think it's Bill, all about the personality? It is all about the personality. Don't care about the looks, anything. Just the personality. See, Bill had a, humor. If Bill had a better personality, they'd probably Bill, the owners probably, be saying the same thing right, about him. If, if Bill had a better personality, he'd probably have five jobs on the table yeah. right now. Right. Uh, Wiggy, he's going to do what Creed did when he took the uh, printer ink and dyed his hair. <laughs> right. He's got to be able to keep up with all the young people. Right. Yeah. It's a Blackberry Creed. <laughs> uh, let's see. 781 text says, great, hometown discount suddenly equals bankruptcy for the company. Well, that has nothing to do with me. That is, And this company's doing fantastically in bankruptcy. It's a good thing. What's the key word? What? Uh, what key word? What? Whole? Is that what they said huh? during COVID? What are you, what are you talking Keep about? everybody whole? <laughs> Keep everybody whole. Oh, with a W. Is that what they said during COVID? You're right. You're right. It was in the email. Right. Keep everybody whole. All right. Well, anyway, thank you to the Can Man. Man, do I appreciate that. Shout out Can Man. 8,000. 8,000 shows. 8,000, baby. Here's to another 8,000. You got it. Um, Let's get to this. This is the Greg Hill Show. Time now for... Mississippi Queen. Mississippi Queen. Mississippi Queen. I don't I I I find myself Stumped when it comes to the artist, though. You're going to have to remind me of the artist. Uh, back in my fatter days, you would have referenced this uh, thing as me. Uh, that would be Mountain. Mountain. Oh, yes. Leslie West is the name of that lead singer from Mountain. You mean your happy fat days? Yeah, sure. Like, let's be honest. Yep. You're, you're, you are unhappy skinny. No, I'm not unhappy at all. Yeah, I'm actually I can, quite you happy. Are. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a different person. You've I was, got a real I was pretty... You're, uh, it was a struggle yesterday to to avoid eating right. like pizza and stuff, and I... I can just tell. You're happier when you're fat. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm happy in general. No, I just, happy guy. I, I am, I'm proud of you. I'm a relatively you. jolly guy. I'm, I am proud of you. I am, I am following along mm-hmm. with your weight loss journey, but I can tell 
you're going to be one of those people who is happier when they're fat. Well, uh, you got to uh, eat some of those things. Oh, what yeah, things? I will. What? Like the pizza and stuff. Like It's more about portion control than completely depriving yourself of stuff that you have enjoyed your whole life. Right? You still could have, you know, Shime could have had a small little portion of the pasta if he wanted to cut the pizza in half. And there are things that you could do uh-huh. um, to kind of. Well, like last week is a little bit of a cheat meal to myself. I got a like the mini, a little tiny kid size shake. I wanted a cookies and cream shake from Shake Shack so bad. So I do. I got one. It was a nice little mini one. But I got the mini one, and you know, what not the mean? large. They don't sell a mini one. Yes, you they mean, do. The like, kid shake. It's like this well, big. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was like a shot. Yeah, no, like yeah, like a little, like one of those little tiny plastic yeah. cups, basically. Yeah. Like six. Oh, can, we, I, can we address? This might be a douche move. The people you're eating pizza with somebody, oh. and the 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 first thing they do is they take the napkins out and they pat down the whole thing to get the grease off. Stop there. it! Don't do uh, that. Okay, the grease yeah. is what makes the pizza good. Can we all agree with that, please? And sometimes oh, it's not it. grease; it's olive oil. Second, so figure it out. Second, hardo weight loss douche move, and just don't eat pizza if you're going to do it. Is the people who peel the cheese? Oh off. my god, oh. That, there sh- that should be jail sentence, right? Like, What's the am point I of right having about that? Right. And you know what? They do it not because they're really losing a ton of weight. Oh. It's to make everybody be like, "Wow, well done, Bill! Right. <laughs> You're looking great." I know. Right. Wow, you don't even eat the cheese on the pizza. Right. That's the whole point of the pizza is <laughs> right. the cheese, and because they make it sound like one slice is going to turn them into the, you know the biggest loser. Now they're going to be on six hundred pound life. Right. No, it's one slice of pizza. Right. It's not going to. If Shime had one slice. A pizza yesterday, his weight loss would probably still be the same. Yeah, right. True. I, I it's the 80 20 rule. It's what yeah. you're doing 80% of the time versus the 20% when it comes to yeah. shoving stuff down your gullet. Uh, can you hand me 47 napkins so I can <laughs> pat this pizza down? Like, get out of here. <laughs> You're fat. Right. Like, I, you know, I'm fat, you're fat. Right. Like, just embrace it. It's like the person who goes to McDonald's and gets the number one Big Mac meal and orders a Diet Coke. <laughs> right. Or they don't say no bun. No bun with the burger. Oh, that's oh, a waste oh, of time. That one's, that's People really still. do that? Oh, my oh, yeah. God. People At get McDonald's, though? Uh, no, no, I don't know about McDonald's. Okay, like but, uh, no, but uh, restaurants. Yeah. Like, they yeah. go, just give me the burger, no bun. Right. Yeah, like, okay. Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff your mouth with as much meat as you want as long as you're not eating bread, you'll be fine. That's like my parents in Florida. Like, you go into their fridge and it's like, 50% 50% less fat margarine. It's like, it's still, just have margarine, use less of it. That's all you got to do. Like, low sodium cheese. Like, what are you doing? And it's right. my mom's, like, passive-aggressive way to try to get my dad to lose weight. Right, And right. it just creates this constant tension. I know. It's like, no fat, no sodium cheese. Tastes mm-hmm. exactly like cardboard. Enjoy it. <laughs> well, and I'm like, I was watching a, a Pats game down there and I'm opening a bag of chips and it's like 40% less fat Tostitos. I'm like, just give me the freaking corn chip. Like uh, it, it tastes like cardboard. <laughs> Remember the baked Tostitos, how awful those were? God, it's supposed to be fried. Yeah. What time are the leads at? 8.45 normally? What time do we do those? Mm, normally we do them at uh, 6.30, uh, but right. we can move things around. It's Friday. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to them next. All right, Perfect. so we will get to... The Friday leads on the Greg Hill Show, show number 8,000 in my career. And we'll do that next at WEEI. Mama pajama rolled out of bed and she ran to the police station. When the papa found out, he began to shout and he started the investigation. 
it's against the law. It was against the law. Oh, what did mama saw? It was against the law. I don't, I, I don't want to peel behind the curtains around here, but the so-called official weather smoke of this radio station, while we're listening to the great Simon and Garfunkel, just points at the television and sees the, the weather people saying it's going to snow Sunday night and goes, holy cow, aren't you supposed to know these kinds of things? <laughs> well, I, I don't get ahead of myself. It's <laughs> fraudulent. I, uh, is he not fraudulent? I mean, maybe he wasn't. Uh, maybe you just haven't been up on your models models for the f- couple of days. <laughs> well, I've been just trying to get through the week, one day at a time. Is how I live my life, Greg. And but does that look like three to six inches of snow in Boston Sunday night into yeah, Monday? Three to six inches Sunday really? into Monday. It, I thought it said snow with a mix of rain. Well, it's just oh. getting. It's going rain to snow. It's going to be next week's going to be cold again uh, midweek, but. Okay. Uh, looking like a snowy night, but I think you guys will be fine at Aviva Trattoria. I don't think it'll be interrupting that, but okay. Sunday night into Monday. How's my Monday AM commute? Not great. Maybe uh, Ken can set you up at the hotel down here. That would be nice. You want to you want to do, maybe before the end of the show, dueling weather smokes? If this is going to be a significant <laughs> storm, we should. Well, I got yeah. a beautiful print of Sensei's rendition of Reiner and I's dueling forecast. You did? And he, in the note, uh, Sensei said that Jeremy Reiner had requested one made. For him, really? and so he made another one to send to me. Oh my so god! So I have uh, ready for my office a, a great print mm. of uh, Reiner and I going head to head. I wonder if Reiner is hanging that in the Channel Seven weather office. Right, right. I mean, I would assume he is. I hope he bows to me before he goes on TV. Why is he going to have you on his? Show you he's know, avoiding which, it. He's avoiding I thought it. that was like the thing when you won your bet is that he would have you on or at least make reference to you well, when he's doing his weather. As you know, perhaps better than anybody else. Uh huh. Sometimes people don't pay off on their bets. Well, I always pay off on my bets. Uh-oh. Really? Yeah. Where's the giant wheel of cheese? Listen, I told you, I'm down for it. Oh, and Get somebody the, else has to set it up? Yeah, I, listen, I put the bet out there. I'm not the one that's going to go out there and make sure the bet gets done. You bring in a cheese wheel, <laughs> well, I'll that, do it. I mean, see, that's so, the, pur- the purpose so of the you bet. Make, you just make the bet, and then the rest of us have to scramble and make it happen for Human you. Human cheese wheel. Yeah, uh-huh. giant that's, cheese that's wheel. That's the way. That's how it works. I have to say, I'm kind of with Wiggy on this. We need to set it up, and then if he doesn't do it, like then, if you had brought a tattoo artist in, I would have done the tattoo immediately. Oh, I can still right. do that. I no, get that. Uh, I get that. The, it's the, not uh, your, it's not your job to get the tattoo artist. Right. Uh, you just threw the bet out there. All right. right. You want to see me do it? Bring the tattoo artist. So, want- ju- so just to be clear, you guys just do the saying of things. And then I have to go and set it up. Well, you, not you. We have Ken. Adam Jones, Mego, whoever right. in the afternoon, if they want to get the cheese wheel. It's not my job. Listen, okay. right. I am no carpenter. But uh, when we do the cheese wheel, make sure we don't leave any cheese in the studio. Yeah. Okay. I got no uh, 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 cheese no more. This is the show is off the rails, but it's a Friday. I'm okay with that. <laughs> this is Tony from Rhode Island. Hey, Tony. Hey, guys. What's going on? Good morning. What's up? I just wanted to say, uh, Shine, keep up the good work. Uh, you guys got the best show on WEI. I love you guys. You guys get the day started off right. It's awesome. Thank um, you. Just Thank wanted to you. Say, you got it. I just want to say, when Wiggy was telling Shine about you know cutting the pizza in half, it reminded me. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but last night I was going through my TikTok, and I and I enjoy watching Dave Portnoy, the guy that does all the, the pizza reviews or whatever. Yes. Um, I guess he was in Providence uh, yesterday. 
And on his uh, on his TikTok, the last review he did, he actually shouted you guys out. He said, uh, shout out to Courtney Cox from the Greg Hill Show on WEI. I guess she uh, suggested the pizza place he reviewed. So yes. I just wanted to call you guys up, and you guys should uh, look into that. Check it out. Yeah, no. I would, like to, um, I would like to thank the great Dave Portnoy. El Prez, what up? Who gave us a little shout out in yesterday's pizza review from Merlino's, right. East Cranston, Rhode Island. That's the place that brought some pizza up here yesterday. AJ Quetta's father, Anthony, owns it. Right. And so Courtney apparently said, hey, Dave, while you're down there, check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, do, you ha- do you have, I see you looking. Do you have the shout out? All right, let's hear it. Merlino's, one bite, everybody knows the rules. Looks pretty good. Shout out Courtney Cox, Greg Hill show. She's the one who gave me the wreck. All right, awesome. okay. see? well done. I have a hot take. What noise? Uh-huh. Merlo- hot- Mer- Mer- how do you pronounce it again? Merlinos. Mer- I want to say Merloni. Merlinos. <laughs> yes. Um, yesterday, excellent. I think the Italian food in this region is our best product. Oh, hands down. There is more good Italian food around here than there is more good of any other type of food. Because you can't go well, wrong wait, with wait, Italian wait, wait, food. I mean, just spot on, Curtis. Keep preaching. Oh. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I mean, I would think the region is known for its seafood. But guess what? They have in Italian restaurants. Right. Yes, you can get seafood, but that's a different genre. No, because the the seafood, my my wife is a huge seafood eater. Now, I don't eat seafood, but I know they have tremendous seafood up here. Right. But there are people who would say, like, Certain parts of New Orleans and some of those areas, their seafood or Maryland, right. some of their California. seafood. California. Yeah, it's spectacular. But Florida. You, but you, Florida's another one. But you never hear anybody competing with us when it comes to Italian food. Amen. You know, prior to January 1st, uh-huh. Shime was on a seafood diet. He would see food and then he would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> what, Shime? That's Nothing. You're joke. right. It's not that's wrong. It's not inaccurate. Joke. That is oh, but that's Wiggy's spot get, on, Curtis. Hey, that's, how you get, that's how you get eight thousand shows. Dad jokes. By the way, Greg, Wiggy is so spot on. When you go to Florida, mm-hmm. the fish down there is better than here. No, it is not. That oh is my a god! Lie. A thousand times. Listen, I don't, yes. I don't no, eat seafood, not. so I'm going to take Curtis's we're, word for this. One. Tell me where you're going to get some good mahi mahi and snapper right. up here. Tell me where you're going to get any good good lobster down there. Yeah, lobster sucks. Overrated. And what about like I don't eat seafood, but people. Swear by crawfish. Oh, the, and the su- shrimp in so, the south of the Gulf. Yeah, yeah, yeah so like, that. So like the shrimp and crawfish stuff, I will give you. That right. is delightful. But there's no Italian place, or there's no better place than the North uh, New England and our region yeah, when it comes I, to Italian we, food. We got you you can go to Cali, you can go to the South Nowhere. No, no, I, nobody's saying we don't have great Italian food. No, we have the best. But what the what the issue was that was brought up by Curtis is should the region be known. For its Italian we food. should absolutely uh, yeah but I believe the region is known for its clam chowder and its, its seafood and, it's, it's lo- and lobster rolls yeah only because, because of, you don't like it only because of the movie with fishermen in it what's the movie with uh George the, Clooney what, oh perfect, uh, perfect, storm? perfect storm right that's it it's right the, the clam the chowder Gale. yeah I mean it's the clam chowder we know for Boston baked beans too we should be known for bar pizza but no correct. stop it right, but here's Just the other thing Wiggy that. when you go out of town when you go to when we were at the Super Bowl in Atlanta yep. you never get Italian food because we get that here right you go and get the food of fish or you get in, in Atlanta we went right. to uh, awesome uh, Ted Turner's place, right. whatever. When you are in Boston, there is more great Italian food than any other type of food. Speak it. Okay. Speak it. Uh, we are now full-blown in late mode. 
<laughs> so we're going to have to shuffle some things around. That means they said it will happen at 720, if that's okay with you. That's fine. That sounds okay. great. Your show. And then we will get we'll get to today's leads next. And because everybody's asking, I should probably update it all the time. Courtney's out today for a funeral. Oh, yep. um, her aunt passed away, and her aunt was a everyday listener of the show. And so we're thinking about Courtney. She'll be back on Monday, or you can see her Sunday if you're joining us at Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham for a game watch party, and you should just come out. doesn't matter whether you have passes or not, but I do have a couple pairs, final two pairs of VIP passes for Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham Sunday with me and Wiggy and Courtney to give away, and Shime says we will do that at 9 o'clock on this morning's show. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Corner pocket at 12 a.m. Only 12 years old, but I got a hold of a post I was gifted from him. My father is a betting man, but I got myself a steady hand. He's sitting in the corner with a six pack of Corona, betting that his son will win again. The show is going. If we don't get right to the leads, we'll never get to them. I would I would have let that breathe in its entirety, Shime, if we weren't so far behind. All good. All leads good. leads this morning brought to you by Northeast Electrical. Northeast Electrical, New England's full service electrical distributor, provides electrical products and services to electrical pros all over the region. Forty locations serving the trade or at needco.com. Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros. Good morning, Shine. Good morning, Greg. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about, I assume we're probably going to pick the championship games later in the show. Yes. But I'm going to tip my hand on one of them oh, a little okay. bit real quick. because I am actually waiting for a pick, which will come in momentarily from Kayshawn Booty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you uh, could. You mean uh, 8,900 of them? Yes. Yeah, gotcha. 8,900 picks coming in Who's from a big him. F- under an alias. Big fan of the prop laddering. Yeah, I believe he's uh, betting this morning uh, as uh, Eric Shun. Uh, uh, so, yes. I have a question about Kayshun Booty. Didn't he tweet, free me, mm-hmm. earlier this year? Yes. Yeah. Was he just having a premonition about what would ultimately happen? <laughs> yeah, I think, well, that investigation started, I think, in the summer. So, I mean, I listen, we can debate all day about whether or not college athletes should be able to wager. But that's a lot of bets. Mm-hmm. That's like degenerate right. level. He was betting underaged. He was betting on LSU and other college sports. Like, it, it's just like 8,900 bets. Shime, that's like five five or six a day mm-hmm. bets. Like, I mean, that's, that's, cra- that's crazy betting. Crazy. No, that's not like... Five or is six a day. That? That's so, like 21 bets a day, Greg. Well, you're talking about, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's you should it, be able to bet. It is exactly just not on your own, on your own team, huh? You should be able to bet, just not on your own team. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, I he was limited in what he could bet anyway mm-hmm. when it comes to college mm. football because of the because of the bet. And, but his problem is that he made up a uh, a fake identity, mm-hmm. and that's like fraud. And but he didn't even that- try that hard. His usernames were Kayshawn Booty O seven <laughs> and Kayshawn Booty E E E thirteen. Like what are what are you doing? And his, and his password was one two three four. Right. Should have mixed it up a little bit, like been like late night booty oh right. four. Good one. Right, right. Pirates uh, booty. You know. Big booty, booty syrup. <laughs> yeah. B- booty syrup. Pirates booty. Yeah. Booty yeah. juice. Okay. I mean, you can I use booty in a lot booty of different juice. ways. Okay, uh, yep, you like booties. Right. Betting on booties. Yeah. Well, here's an interesting bet from Booty Call 19. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, uh, AFC Championship game. Uh, I, I am I am riding so hard with this Ravens team. I think people, uh, because they're so perplexed by just how good Patrick Mahomes is, they're kind of overlooking exactly how good this Baltimore Ravens team is. Historically, as a team, they're one of the best teams this sport has ever seen by all kinds of different numbers. If you want to go off of point differential against playoff teams, they are one of two teams in history to have a plus 100 or better point differential against playoff teams this season. The other team, the 07 Patriots. They're also one of three teams to lead in every single game with two minutes left on the clock out as long uh, with the Patriots and the 72 Miami Dolphins. They're also mm. one of three teams in NFL history to lead the league in scoring defense, rushing yards, and just average 25 points a game. That was the 85 Bears and the 72 Dolphins. This is one of the they have the highest DVOA, weighted DVOA, Ooh. so games later in the season <laughs> matter more than the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh they have the highest weighted DVOA of any team ever entering conference championship week. This is one of the historically great football teams okay. in the history of the sport, and I think people are kind of overlooking that. All right, Chime, thank you very much. Overlooking them because of the opponent. Correct, because of Patrick Mahomes, which right. I understand. It's right. Patrick Mahomes. How can you not? Right. That's why that's going to be a great game. All right, thank you, Shime. Curtis, good morning. Good morning, and Shime, your way to DVOA has never been lower, so congratulations on that. <laughs> they do call me a DVOA hole, though. Uh, so... I was thinking last night about this scene on the field prior to the kickoff of Super Bowl 53, the night where Bill Belichick and Tom Brady won their sixth Super Bowl title. Listen to Sean McVay. Trying to look for you. Like, you know, man, so much respect for you. Likewise. You've done a great job. Yeah, so, hey, you always do, though. And doing it, you know, you're the best, man. The way that you guys are able to shift your identity and really still be able to figure it out, I mean, week in and week out, it's, it's unbelievable, man. Really, yeah. so much respect for you and the way you do it, man. You're what's right about coaching. Thank you. Appreciate you, Coach. So that is the man now in Sean McVay, where if you're within 10 feet of him at any point, you get offered a head coaching job <laughs> because of you, the, the brilliance that must be rubbing off on you. Just genuflecting in front of Bill Belichick, who last night... Missed out on a job that he coveted and was uh, not chosen in lieu of Raheem Morris, who has accomplished a fraction of what Bill Belichick has. And what this is a lesson of for everyone is that ultimate power and the, the, the inability to surround yourself with people who challenge you. The way Bill Belichick did early on, with Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cornell and Scott Pioli and the staffs that he had built here, 
it creates a fear of someone entrusting you with your organization because for four years they saw what we all saw, which was an organization that was dysfunctional, that caused self-inflicted wounds, that did not maximize potential of their rookie quarterback because they were always battling, whether it was Jonathan against Bill, Bill against the quarterback, the quarterback against Bill. The Patriots became what everybody else was. They That is why Bill Belichick did not get, I think if Bill Belichick was just the head coach, he would have had several opportunities in the NFL. Uh, okay. I, I mean, that would be if he weren't being blackballed in the NFL. <laughs> so who, who's decided to blackball him? I, I don't know. Huh? Oh. Seems, like, seems to me like the guy who was uh, coveted by every NFL team for the last 20 years... Suddenly can't get a job. Can't get a job. You, you explain it to me. Uh, you know. I you mean, when words, me, when words start coming out that maybe you might be difficult to work with, or you want too much power, or maybe it's just, you know, you're not relatable to those guys in the locker room. Uh, but where is that coming from? Well, I mean, it usually, usually that kind of stuff comes from somebody who, you know, works with you. <laughs> or you might work for. I mean, it, I could be wrong on this, Curtis. I, I'm wrong on a lot of things. But it defies explanation that there is not a single one of these teams mm-hmm. that is interested in Bill Belichick coaching for them going forward. But I think if he was just the coach, he'd have opportunities. But do you yeah. think that – so maybe your thing is, is like, do you think the Crafts might have painted a bad picture about Bill? I, I would I would never I think I would it, never suggest that but I well but that's what I happened. feel like somebody might be that's what happened in the league I'll never forget sitting across sitting across from Mike Tice when I went on my visit to Minnesota and he was like well you know I hear that you might be an issue in the locker room when it comes to eating other people's food. When it comes to eating oh. other people's food, <laughs> like Chris Farley and Billy Madison, <laughs> like yes. and, and you know and I and I think he even might have even brought up Bill's name. Where, you know, that, that because I was a guy that liked to have fun, and I, I kind of said what was on my mind. Uh-huh. And I was like, nah, that's not true. Ask right. any one of my teammates. But it's not about your teammates. You were, you were letting your night job interfere with your day job. No. Uh, no? No, 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 no. I was just a confident person in my yeah. skills. No, Curtis, I it it is. But why does this enrage Patriots fans? I don't understand. We all called Brady a traitor mm-hmm. when he left. Why are you so mad that Bill Belichick didn't get another job? I, the vitriol last night... Patriots fans found out that um, wrestling was fake last night. Yeah. I think people are looking forward to seeing Bill come back here with Mm -hmm. another team and dueling their New England Patriots franchise. I certainly was. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of the people felt the same way when Brady came back to New England. Yeah. All right, Curtis, thank you. Wiggy? All right, good morning. Now, I don't think... Here's my conspiracy theory. I don't think that it's about they, you know, you know, they might have painted a certain picture about Bill. Every every uh, owner does that with a coach when they leave out. But I think the bigger thing is this. I think Bill is turning down jobs. What I think Bill is actually doing, and I'm starting to believe a little bit about the Kansas City thing, and I'm starting to believe about what Rex Ryan said. I think Bill is looking for the perfect situation, and what he's doing is going – I'm letting these teams know I still want to coach, but I'm not just coaching anywhere. And I believe that he's having conversations with some of these good teams, like the Dallas of the Worlds, Okay, to say, hmm, I want to know if this situation fits me perfect 
before I come back and coach, and I want them to be in the right situation so I can actually have the best chance of winning a Super Bowl. And I think it's but more, it's not going to if that's what's going on, it's not going to be this season. No, and I think he's cool with that. You I think, think so? the Atlanta thing was he liked it and he wanted a coach, but he was like, "I'll let you guys know." When I'm ready, that's why they were interviewing so many other people because he's like, I'm looking for other options over here. And so, I th- so Hamburger in the Twitch chat, and you can watch this show on Twitch every day. Just go to Twitch and follow WEI. And thank you to those of you who do. Shine, block says, Hamburger, please. Says, <laughs> yes, Shine, don't listen. It's a food item. Um, Bill wants to coach. But he doesn't need to coach. Yes. That's what you're saying? Bill is Bill Bill <laughs> Bill walks into the club and goes, It's ten o'clock and you're a two. I'm gonna walk around and see I, if I come back to you at two, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I'm not pressed. And I think Atlanta was that two in the club where Bill was like, All right, maybe there might be something there, but he's looking for the best possible option. Yeah. And Atlanta got to the point where it's like we can't wait around for him forever. And Bill's like, well, go ahead, do what you're going to do. Question okay. for you, Wiggy. Why right. wouldn't Bill leak that he'd been given offers for a way to get leverage against other teams? I don't think he needs the leverage. What are you talking about? Are I don't think watching? he needs it. Yeah, I don't think he needs the leverage. It, this is the picture that we feel like Bill needs the leverage. So then why do we hear about the Chiefs? Who's leaking that? It's not the Chiefs. I, I don't know where that one came from. Just, it, we heard about Buffalo. Right. Wouldn't that benefit Bill Belichick? Right. Well, it has. Right. So right. there, he's leaking about that. So he's leaking the stuff that benefits him. Uh, nine seven eight texter says, "Greg, he's not being blackballed. He can't coach without Brady, and everybody has figured that out. So that well, might, we'll find that, out. That might be the issue. Too. We might never it, actually. Well, no, we will. If if he never coaches again, then we know the owners felt like it he can't might do it, that he, it was all Brady. It was all Brady, yeah. or he was just too old. That kind right. of thing. Wiggy, thank you. You got uh, real quick. My lead this morning, Wednesday night." Luka Doncic uh, had a fan. Doncic. Doncic uh, had a fan kicked out, a Suns fan kicked out of the arena because he dared to suggest that he was tired and he needed to get on the treadmill. So uh, fan, <laughs> fan at the game, Wiggy, shouted out, Luka, you're tired. Get your A on the treadmill. And he immediately had the fan kicked out. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? It was more than that. I saw the Luca interview about it. He said he was really, you know, cussing him out and everything. I listen. I don't have a problem with guys, fans talking trash, but also know what comes with the territories. You might run into a guy who does have you kicked out of a game, it's which been, I don't have a problem with Wiggy, that either. It's been like this since the dawn of time. That's a funny. People are back, sensitive. That's a funny back and forth. That's not attacking somebody's family. Yeah, but if he's that's calling him, you, saying, if he's saying, saying you're an effing, about, uh, you effing fat bleep, you bleeping fat bleep, okay, so get your fat bleeping ass on it, you know, all types said, of. He said get your A on a treadmill. It, like, it wasn't I, just that, Greg. Did you see the thing? Lucas said it was more than that. So, okay, I didn't but there see, are some people. There, there, by there, the way, nobody documented the other stuff that he said afterwards. What people documented on video is the fan saying, "You're tired. Mm-hmm. Get get your a on a treadmill." Guys paying the, a couple hundred bucks to to go to a game, right? And he wants to he, he wants performance from somebody who's not fat. The reporter, <laughs> the reporter was right there, and Lucas said to the reporter, "You heard the other things." And listen, I'll I'll. 
I'll talk trash when I go to the Celtics game. But if you start using vulgarity, is that the right word? Yep. Is that how you say? It. If you start using that, Greg, not everybody's like you and I where they're just going to let it roll off your back. There are certain people, if you tell them you're an F in this, guess what? You're getting Ron Artest. Okay, but you didn't. That, or you might Millburyed. But that didn't used to be the way it was. Well, like, because Greg, back then, weren't guys sensitive. could go in the stands. People weren't so sensitive. No, because back then, the, you a- think that, you the think athletes that? knew could go in the stands. You think that guy, when they were talking trash to Millbury? Do you know the stuff that was said to Bill Russell? Oh, yeah. And oh, he yeah. never whined about it and went no. and had people kicked out or anything? Well, that was Bill well, you Russell. you were at those games. Yeah, was I, was not I have a question. Was Shime the fan telling Doncic to lose weight? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm very self-righteous. That was yes. a different reformed, era, Greg. Reformed fat guy. They are the worst. Luca, get your burger with no buns. <laughs> and, can, and can we stop bringing up Bill Russell? Like, those guys were built completely different. Yeah, that's my point. But they lived in a different <laughs> world in a different time. Like, Bill Russell couldn't even stay in the hotel room with his teammates. And he, the man that he was, there's no man nowadays that could ever have to deal or could be on his level to endure some of the stuff. So it's a whole nother world when you say Bill Russell. That was a different era. Guys now are way more sensitive. And yeah. Greg, if you MF somebody and you call them all types of names, back in the day, because you said, well, back then, that guy had the right to punch you in the face. Not, the, but they, but the but athletes, they did. The athletes didn't do it. With yeah, you. they did. No, they didn't. They did. Ron Artest, Mike Milbury, guys went in the stands all the time. Okay. So is it cool? I'm down with that. If you want to say certain things, you might have to deal with the repercussions. I see. I think you seem like a very petty person if you're playing in the NBA or any of the other professional leagues, mm-hmm. making millions of dollars, and you have a fan kicked out who is suggesting that you get on a treadmill. Uh, it, it it seems like it's a nation of p- peas. No, thing. no, no, but a, like, like, I give just me a told break. you. So are you cool with the athlete going into the stands yeah, and slapping, happens, and slapping want, a guy if, in if his face? that's what they want to do. Right, but uh, I mean, would you be on the athlete you were side? Cool, you were cool with... Because I would be. You're cool with LeBron shoving a dude who wants to yeah. say hello and tell I wanted great. to, uh, Like you, I wanted to go back to the old days. When yeah. you start MFing people and talking trash, some athletes go in the stands. All right, well, those are this morning's leads. It's a good lead, Greg. Coming up, we will get to They Said It, a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. That is coming up next, but right now... In Courtney's absence, here is Shime with what is trending this hour. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now, brought to you by Shaw's. The Bruins got an overtime win in Ottawa last night after blowing a 2-0 lead. The captain, Brad Marchand, buried the game winner about two minutes into OT. Uh, The Bruins head to Philly for their final game before the All-Star break tomorrow. Puck drop at 12.30. The Celtics have now won six of their last seven as they roll past the Heat 143-110. Jason Tatum led the way with 26 points in the win. The Seas welcome the Clippers tomorrow night. Tip-off is at 7. A couple hires in the NFL yesterday. Dave Canales, now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. And Raheem Morris has now been named the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, That's like the the fifth or sixth guy from that 2013 Washington Commanders coaching Mm -hmm. staff that's now a head coach in the NFL, which is just wild. Who's that? Canales? No, uh, Raheem Morris. Okay. So Raheem Morris, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, right. Matt LaFleur, uh, and now and Bobby Slowick will be the next one. And just, just to be clear. And Mike McDaniel. Just to be clear, Panthers hire a guy with one year under his belt as an OC 
with the Buccaneers, and he's better than Bill Belichick. I think it's one year. I see Shime going to look. Yeah. Been there for a year. Yeah, but he that, was just hired. And he's yeah, better, but he's I, better, I think he was an OC than, in Seattle, though, wasn't he? He's better than Bill Belichick. Okay. The Brady effect is Matt is amazing. <laughs> look at uh, Byron Leftwich. Can't get a job to save his life. Well, Greg, it also helps, too, that when the GM is the guy that worked with you in Seattle, of course he's going to hire somebody he knows. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's just it's just sometimes about who you know and not necessarily I mean, what think you know. about that. He was the OC with Brady, did a great job, couldn't get a job. Now you got a guy who's the OC in Tampa Bay a couple years later from Leftwich, and Leftwich was there before Brady. Has one good year with Baker Mayfield and is the head coach. Brady right. boy, I'll tell you. But that's because it's the same thing with Bill. I know. Because that's the point people, I'm view, people view him as the head coach. And uh, big night in college hockey. Uh, number one BU heads over to County Forum to take on number two BC. They then play. Tum- well, well, are, you, are you laughing at me? Uh, Curtis is laughing at you. Conti. It's okay. Conti. Yeah, it's fine. We, we, we sorry, I didn't go to BC. My we knew what you meant. I went to BC High. I didn't thank, go to BC. Thank goodness Courtney's not here to hear you say uh, County Forum. She'd be very upset. She would have struggled with Canalis. So very, that would have been very fun. upset about a part of that. Uh, the last top three matchup between these two teams is back in 2012 in the Beanpot title game. Uh, front row tickets to this one are going for just over a grand. They should rename it C Word Forum. <laughs> Yes, 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 they should. Today through Thursday at Shaw's and Star Market, pick up Value Pack Purdue Roasting Chicken or Signature Farms Chicken Drumsticks, Bone-In Thighs, or Leg Quarters for just 99 cents a pound, limit two. That's right, just 99 cents a pound. Shaw's and Star Market perfecting the art of fresh. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Shime. It's raining out 38 degrees, afternoon high in the low 40s. One week from today, we will be at Loon Mountain and the South Peak Base Camp for the first ever snow show. Night before, we are locked in and ready to go with a pregame at the Woodstock Inn. Nailed it. In North Woodstock, New Hampshire, 6.30 to 9.30 or so. And we're going to do a little fundraiser there for the foundation. So if you don't mind throwing a 10 spot in when you come in the door at the Woodstock Inn, then you can hang out with all of us the night before. And I hope you'll come out on Friday morning for the first ever snow show and watch Wiggy give skiing a try for the very first time. This is Angry Principal Dave. Hello, Dave. Hey, good morning, guys. First of all, thoughts and prayers to Courtney and her family. That yes. was awful to hear today. Yes. yes. Yeah, she's she's a great, great person. Um, anyways, to shift gears quickly, um, for Bill, you know, I think I said this a few years ago, his inability to adjust his practice as a coach is what's doing him in right now. That's That's the bottom line. I think his inability to adjust to – to give away some of his power is that's that's his issue. But Greg, I have a landing spot for him. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. The Jets. Aaron Rodgers right now mm-hmm. is doing all the 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 uh, uh, what do you know, my campaigning for him behind the scenes right now to get him there. I guarantee he'll be at the Jets. That's my call yeah. on Friday the twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. What do you think, Wiggy? I like the Jets. I, I think that I think it's Bill turning down some of these other. Well, you think Bill turned down the Falcons' job? Yeah, I think he. Did, I think what he did was he put it out there like, 
I'll take it, but I'm looking for other options. So then why didn't he come out saying he was no longer interested in it before they gave the job? I don't think he has to, but I think that's what he's doing behind the scenes. I think he's have that benefit. No, no, because I think there's a lot of potential. The quietness of it, I think there's a lot of tampering going on right now. Quiet tampering, Mm. where Bill's talking to some, like where he talked to Jerry Jones, some of these other owners, and like Curtis, you said there's some speculation about the Giants. Yeah, so a couple stories in the New York tabloids today, speculating or theorizing that the pressure is now on Brian Dayball with the Giants. Should they struggle? Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick obviously remains close. One, two Super Bowls with the Giants would be able to come in there and replace him. I mean, is there any possibility that the league in general, the owners and others, can't stand him so much that they don't want him to get Shula's record? No, I don't think it's about that. I don't think they can't stand him so much. that's ridiculous. I think that there is just, it's simple. This isn't a small sample size. I know you guys hate me bringing it up, but... Clearly, the rest of the NFL agrees with me. Bill Belichick, for a decade, without Tom Brady, not only doesn't win, but goes out of his way to destroy the quarterback. Like, he, he has disdain for the position. He lost Tom Brady, and his plan was Jarrett Stidham and Cam Newton for a million dollars. Then they draft Mac Jones, and he destroys him. And then they release Bailey Zappi before the season. Like, it, the whole thing, the game that they had, what was the game? Was it the Raiders? Where they dressed Malik Cunningham and mm-hmm. made yeah. Bailey Zappi. Like, it's just indefensible behavior. Yeah, but see, I get your point, but then these owners hire guys that weren't very good their first go around. Like, Raheem Morris wasn't good his first go around in Tampa Bay. Yeah, but he was in interim, wasn't he? Huh? No, no, in Tampa, he was the head coach. Oh, okay. Right? So there are guys that we've seen before get other jobs. You know, Doug Peterson didn't do well. Then he gets another job. I mean, the list you goes right. You brought up Frank Reich the other day. Yeah, uh, yeah, Frank Reich. You know, the, well, the, Bill got another job. Yeah, He didn't do well in his first go-around. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, Bill, Bill's resume for the past 25 years has looked and you go, all right, what he's built, the Cleveland thing, all right, I get that part of it. Then he gets a second opportunity. Josh McDaniels got another opportunity. So guys in the league, that's why I don't think it's about them looking and going, he did this to this team. I think there's... Listen, some people think it's pure spite. Like this 603 text around the Subaru of New England text line Mm -hmm. says, Bill did so many players and coaches dirty for so many years that now they are showing him what he showed everybody else. Yeah, but these right. are the owners. The owners are part of doing players dirty. Like, they love the f- – Kraft loved the fact that Bill didn't – even it was Bill's decision not to spend money on players. Kraft loved that. Owners love the fact that, hey, if I got a coach who's willing to penny pinch these guys, they love that. They're not but, going, oh, well, he did those guys dirty. Now I, we're not going to hire him. I don't understand how you can be Arthur Blank – and have Bill Belichick in for two interviews mm-hmm. and have him right there on the cusp of being your head coach and and not choose him. I so let me ask you, I, I because just, he doesn't use analytics, Shime, this is Shime's fault, but the analytic analytics have overtaken sports. There were s- several reports at the conclusion of this season that Bill Belichick refused to implement analytics when creating game plans. And, so and, he's an antique. Right. So if you have an analytics department within the Falcons organization, you spend $25 million a year on your coach and Bill Belichick, and he refuses to implement them, then he's not a match. So, Greg, let me ask you this question. What do you think, in your opinion, was more likely? That Atlanta goes, oh, 
Bill's got all this other stuff. We're moving away from him. Or Atlanta goes, Bill's, he's not really given us a commitment answer yet because he's still shopping around. I think it's more like, I hate to say it to you because I know it's going to bother you, but I I think it's more likely that they moved on from him. See, I I disagree with that. And it's been a tough year. You know, people that believed in the salary cap have had to come to grips with that. People have come to grips with the fact that, you know, that. Tom Brady was the reason they won, and that's what everybody outside of 128 believes. And it's okay. Bill gets to keep the six Super Bowl rings. He's still going to get a statue, and he's going to get a day. But he's 72, and he's inflexible, and he doesn't use new information. So if you're beginning a rebuild and you see the last four years with the Patriots, why would you give the keys to Bill Belichick? This is Andre from New Bedford. Hey, Andre. Hey, guys, what's up? What's up? Curtis, I just want to tell you, you're you nail right on the head. I think people, for whatever reason, just don't want to admit it. But you're dead right. Belichick without Brady just can't do it. That's why all the fans are so upset that he left, because they thought he was going to go somewhere, get a great job, prove us all wrong. And, you know, he's not going to do it. I don't think he's ever going to get another job. He should have just tried to hold on to Brady as long as he could, but he was trying to get rid of him for years. Yep. And he got rid of him, stayed, proved he can't do anything again. I think it's over for him. Mm. Not over only, for him. Not only That's that, it. they showed him the door. They said, see you later. We have Jarrett Stidham and Cam Newton. <laughs> but how do they, then how do they, like, then how do you hire all these other guys that, Feel miserably their first time. It doesn't matter because it's the players that are telling them they don't want to be yelled at. They don't want a meanie. I mean, is it that surprising to you? See, I don't think it's a plan. We we talk about it on the show Mm -hmm. all the time, driven by myself as a near boomer. Mm -hmm. People don't want to be spoken to loudly at work. They don't want to be told that they're not doing their job. They don't want anybody to hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that that has to be it, as far but as it, I'm concerned. But that's not the players, I, though. Those, huh? that, it's it that's is. not the it pay, players. Is. No, it's the front they office. They want a guy people. like Mike McDaniel. It's the it's the Wiggy, rich, We literally no. heard Max Crosby say he wants a trade if they don't hire Antonio Pierce. No, I get yes. that because he yes. likes him. But it's the it's the Rich McKay's of the world. It's like what Curtis says. It's the when Bill comes in, he blows all these people out of the waters. Not no. the players. No. It, it's two things that I look at. And I told you this before. No one wants a guy that has all the power in the world and is that old telling them what to do. Well, look at who the two people are running for president. I mean, <laughs> But I'm, I'm talking about in the world of sports, okay. right? In the yeah. world of sports, no one wants that. And if I got the air of out the blank, and I know if Bill comes in here, he's going to be, you know, military status working me. I'm doing everything in my power to make sure because people don't want to be pushed they don't want to be pushed. That's and what they, I just said to you. Right, but they, not the players. No, the front the office players people. are the most important thing but the now. Players don't league. know. Do you understand that they have it's no not say. a general manager Greg, for the Atlanta Falcons. Greg, you're out of your mind. I'm not. You think Desmond Ritter has a say? Yes. No, he doesn't. Okay. Stop it. If it's Aaron Rodgers, okay. I think you don't know because it's been so long since you played. No. You say it all the time. You can't believe these players. Nope. It's no. But these players, unless you're an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes. You, they're not listening to Isaiah Pacheco's going, I don't want to be coached by Bill Belichick. 
It's the superstars who Wiggy, have say. look at this year in and of itself. How many players bitched about Bill Belichick, whether it was Booty or whether it was Kendrick Not Ford, many. Whether, Not many. What, most of the guys based on what Trent we Trent Brown. I most, mean, up most, and down the roster players. Jabril Peppers. Said uh, they, we suck. We no, asked. no, but he loved playing for Bill. More guys like playing for he Bill. He said how much he liked playing for Bill yes. after he was on a microphone on NFL Kendrick Films saying Bourne. how bad they were. Kendrick Bourne. The list goes on and on of players that were in support of Bill. There are a few. Yeah, there's always a few so guys. do you think those guys are mad Gerard Mayo's the head coach? No, I didn't say that. There's always a few guys who don't like a coach. That's just the nature of the beast. But if, if if you didn't know who the person in charge was and you saw the last four years, there's no shot you'd give them an opportunity. No, I understand that point of it. I understand how the league works. Of oh, I'm a, not saying you don't understand how the league works. I'm just right. saying that that's if, if you look at those four years, right. And you don't, you know, you take out the, the prior success with a different quarterback and everything. But you else. do that with every coach. That's the thing about it. You you should be now. That's why I said Mayo's on the clock. Mayo's got two. But two Harbaugh years. was on the clock a couple years ago, even though he had won a John Harbaugh, even though he had won a Super Bowl. The Ravens were thinking about canning him because they had a couple years where they missed the playoffs. They bottomed out. They lost Flacco. Then they drafted Lamar Jackson, right. and here they are. But I mean, Harbaugh's uh, uh, John Harbaugh is that those guys are almost too old to be coaching in the league anymore. Andy Reid, Andy Reid's the oldest coach, right? Right. Yes. I, like, but like both of the. I mean, I guess because you can relate to the Michigan players, so they're willing to give you a try. But you watch, there's going to be nobody over the age of forty who's coaching in the NFL soon as a head coach. But here's the issue and the irony of this all: Bill Belichick and his staff was at the tip of the spear when it came to evolving, game plan specific, evolve or die. And for whatever reason, defensively, he's still brilliant. Defensively, he's awesome. For whatever reason, the offense decided to not evolve. They decided not to invest in it. They stayed in 1980. Like, it's just look at the people that are being hired. They have offensive pedigrees. They they tied There's just not many left. Like you got the Harbaugh's, you got Andy Reid, you got Mike. How old's Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin's probably about not fifty. Yeah, fifties. Yeah, he's not that old. Yeah, but they. But I think the, when you look at old, how how Jim Harbaugh, the one who's going to the Chargers, his age might be sixty, but the owner looks at him as like, okay, he's still relatable, and he'll coach for another ten years. Mm-hmm. Where Bill is, if an owner, and I've said this, and I said this, an owner looks at Bill. How many years you think that owner goes? All right, I'm going to have Bill for. And to Curtis's point, like Andy Reid evolves more than just about any coach in football. Like he is constantly. In football, things trickle up, so he is constantly examining things that are going on in high school football and, and seeing how it trickles up into college and then planning to adapt that into the NFL. Like He is constantly evolving on the offensive That's side of the That's the one knock I will say about Bill. The one knock about Bill is on the offensive side of the football. He hasn't evolved enough. It's not that he hasn't evolved. He hasn't put enough value on <laughs> it. No, it's not that he hasn't evolved or he hasn't put enough value on it. He's not willing to go outside his circle. That's the problem. Like yeah. he's not willing. Like Andy Reid on the defensive side goes outside his circle, but All Bill right. is still not willing to do that. Well, it looks like uh, Bill Belichick will not be coaching the Atlanta Falcons. There, are, I guess, are two theoretical openings that remain: Seattle and Washington. Has Florio well, discussed how why he was so wrong about the Commanders for six months? No, like no, he, he hasn't. Bill, there hasn't been a, a no. single blip. Any rumor at all or any no. innuendo that Bill's going there in any no. way? Um, you can talk about the future of Bill Belichick and the uh, where he ends up all day mm-hmm. long here on Boston Sports Original WEI.
Courtney is out today for a funeral. And Shime is next man up when it comes to the news. So I'm ready. First shot at the news? Yeah, I'm ready. I believe Let's on this program. All right, so we'll get to Shime and today's news next. It's time for... People who have lost faith in the tea, I tell them, stay, stay tuned, right? The news. If we lose faith, then why are we even trying? With your host, Courtney Cox. It might be a private... Um, you know how they have the private people that go? The news is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health, the experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Woburn, with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit NortheastMensHealth.com for more. Silicon Valley. On WEEI. All right, Courtney is out today after uh, death in the family, and Shime is here with your news. Good Thank morning, you. Good morning, Shime. Good morning, Greg. Uh, a Saugus middle school teacher was arrested after allegedly bringing drugs into the school. Uh, Saugus <laughs> police issued a statement saying officers first responded around 10.30 a.m. after receiving a 911 call reporting a suspicious substance in a faculty bathroom. Huh. Uh, an investigation got underway, and 52-year-old Roxanne Plaskin mm. was taken into custody on a charge of uh, custody of a class, a substance, police say. They did not, however, share any additional information about what the substance was, so we can only make guesses. Well, wait, so we don't know what it was. Nope, we yeah, have no right. idea what it was, what it looked uh, like, okay. anything like that. Um, but we can hear from Newton teacher Ryan Normandon uh, on WBZ. I saw three police officers walk by, and then I heard something... Like, we're like the teachers, and I just heard the words teachers and drugs. That's all I heard. Jeez. That is an issue, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, hopefully she will get some help. Uh, by the way, I think, Shime, you misidentified the person in that audio. Uh, that was not a Newton teacher. That was a student reacting. Oh, I, I definitely, I, d- I totally misread that. That's my fault. Uh, it's all right. Oh, we can go mistake. up from here. Uh, Let, oh, let's yeah, go to story number two. First story. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, I mean, a swing and a miss on the yeah. first story. When you lose a lot of weight, you become irritable and you don't pay as good, well <laughs> attention. Is that to what things. it is? Yeah. Okay. All right. You're Sean. right. That was student reaction on Seven News. My bad. <laughs> okay. My fault. All righty. Cooking. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyways, right. uh, Wiggy's going to hate this one. Okay. Uh, a California lawmaker wants new cars to not be able to go more than 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. Ugh. What a They're... miserable state that is. It is. You know, it, it could always be worse when it comes to where we live. And they don't want, they want to tell you exactly how to live at your everyday life in California. I don't so, get it. Do you, do you think that's a good idea? I mean, the speed limit's the speed limit, so maybe... No, we people... should raise the speed limit. Right. That's what we need to do. What, do you want it to be 100? No, but I think... <laughs> you need stricter... <laughs> I, I, I never lived there. I was I was made there. In Germany, uh-huh. it's really hard to get a license, but once you get your driver's license, you can go whatever speed you want. But the speed limit is just so... It, it's just so... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Slow. Nonsensical. Is that how you say? Nonsensical? Nailed well done. It. All right. So, on the highway... 95, for example, it's 55 in some parts, and it's 65 miles an hour. Yeah. But if you actually did 65 miles an hour, you feel like you are going super slow. Right. So if you move the speed limit up to about 75 or 80, right. then we'd all be in a good position. Right. And, and it should be enforced where the lanes are, are organized the way, they're, the way they were intended, where you go 75 yep. in the slow lane, yeah. 80, 85, 90. Right. And... and Everything, the most frustrating thing, I drove back from Foxborough on uh, Monday. There's no accident. There was no cause for it. 
it's just bad driving from 93 to South Boston took me 40 minutes. Yeah. And it was just nothing was going on. It eventually cleared up. And it's just because people don't know how to drive. They they should have one anything goes lane down the middle of the highway. And <laughs> if you don't care about dying or who's in your car, you can go as fast as you right. want. But you like know- like Autobahn, Autobahn style, like uh, NASCAR, like it's, you want to go 100, you just go 100 right down the middle of this of the highway. But most of the accidents. People who want to follow the law and the speed no, limit can be in the Most of the lane. accidents that are caused are caused by people who are going too slow. Oh, and that's, that's what we need to enforce. That, that's the be, problem. Raise the maximum speed to like 75, but also raise the minimum speed to 55. Like, make sure these people are at least freaking moving. The worst thing on the planet is when you're trying to get on a highway and people don't know that you need to accelerate in order to merge onto the highway. Yeah. And they're going like 20, they're putz putzing around at 25 miles an hour trying to get on the highway. And there is no excuse for being lost in 2024. Holy smokes. You have an app, 16 apps in your phone. To get you from point A to point B. Waze. Waze will get you there. I still enjoy the paper map. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like Bill Belichick. I don't like the tablet. Right. I, I, I still deploy the. Your big uh, Atlas guy. I, I still deploy the, the, uh, the photocopies of the, uh, the plays that have occurred in the game so far. <laughs> that's why I'm waiting for the flying cars. Do you know no what traffic? Do you know what? That's why Bill doesn't have a job because they're looking at him as an old head who can't use a tablet. <laughs> Do you know what old heads like my dad, people of my dad's generation, they love two things. Rotisserie chicken at Costco <laughs> and printing out directions on MapQuest. Really? Oh my dad! When I would yes. drive to New York for the weekend, he'd like take the Tappan Z, and then he's like, he's like drawing all these things. It's like ways made him obsolete, and he can't handle yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, it's so simple. The thing speaks to you and tells you to take right. left. Right. I mean. All right, what, what's next? Uh, next, let's uh, talk about that Kansas City Chiefs fans, or those mm. Kansas City Chiefs fans that were found dead outside their buddy's house. Yes. Um, so their buddy Jordan Willis was was the one that whose house it was. He was, claims he was asleep for like 48 hours. Yeah. Well, as the families are awaiting the toxicology reports, one of the victims, David Harrington, his father, John, claims he's not buying Willis's version of the story. Nobody uh, is. No, nobody no. is. I mean, how who sleeps for 48 hours straight? Uh-huh. Nobody. Uh, he is convinced that Jordan Willis played a part in this somehow, and they just haven't figured out exactly how yet. The father believes the three victims learned something or saw something that they shouldn't have seen, oh. and Jordan Willis decided he needed to get rid of them. But how do you kill three people? And if you saw the pictures of them, the other guys obviously were bigger than than this guy. Yeah, And I get the part hey. of like, yeah, I mean, I, it's all speculation, and then obviously, dr- but you could you could poison them or something. Yeah. Or give them too much drugs so that they yeah. kind of overdose a little bit and push them outside. Right, but then you'd have to drag them to, outside. because there were a couple that were found, like, out in the field. Unless you lure them outside when you're giving them the drugs and they get there while they're high, and then they But it's out. just, like, there has to be a motive here, because right. it's just... First of all, the forty-eight hours sleeping is the worst alibi I've ever heard in my life. Like, hmm. you're, you're, if you're hungover, I, from my memory, pretty good. You don't sleep ten hours. You right. get up, you have a splitting headache. You don't feel well. Like, you don't sleep for forty-eight hours straight. But if you're like, if you're jammed out of your mind on drugs, like you could be jammed out and go for twenty-four hours. But aren't the police saying basically a hundred percent it's not a homicide? Like that 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 they there was no foul play. But I How feel like that's well, what don't they, they have do. to wait for the toxicology reports to figure that out? 
You and is like there that's what they do? And... That's what they do when they're trying to get people to be cooperative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they say, "Oh, you're not under investigation. You know, you're not." Can, can you get body moving on the phone? Yeah, mm-hmm. I got it right now. Okay. And is yeah. there a drug that you can give somebody, and as soon as they take it, they can drop dead right there? You know what I mean? Like well, if, if he lures has, them if, outside, well, if something has fentanyl in it, yes. If he lures them outside, he gives them right there. Boom, they're dead within five yeah. minutes. Yes. All right. I guess. My my guess is that this is far more, um, there is more than we have seen in terms of people that are a part of this. Because there's one man can't orchestrate all of this himself. Yeah. That is well, very is difficult. There is a friend yeah, the, who, who was, was there and claims he left at midnight and they were all there watching Jeopardy. Right. And which, alive. Okay. It was alive. Who watches Jeopardy at midnight? Nobody. Not me. Okay. I watch that's it at 7 a, when it's regularly scheduled. That Thank sounds you. fraudulent right there. Right. I mean, uh, and, and also who watches Jeopardy? Uh, not when it's on because you 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 want to catch reruns of Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, who's watching reruns of Jeopardy? If you're a Jeopardy fan, you miss Alex watch, Trebek. Uh, yeah, do you like Ken? Is Ken the guy hosting it now? Yeah, Ken Jennings. He's fine. He's he by far and away my Alex. favorite Ken. He doesn't have much of a personality. No, but he's yeah. also well, a most super Kens nerd, don't. So most don't. <laughs> All right, uh, we got to take a break, but we will get to Shime and the rest of today's news next. Still to come this morning. Got to make our picks for Sunday. And at 9, I'm going to give away the final VIP passes for Sunday and a watch party with me and Wiggy and Courtney at Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham. Of course, you don't have to have VIP passes, but if you get VIP passes, you're first in line when it comes to the food, even before Wiggy and myself. So, uh, listen at nine for that. Right now, back to Shime filling in for Courtney with the rest of today's news. Thank you, Greg. And we go to the wonderful state of Florida for our next story. And now, it's one of those only in Florida type of stories. <laughs> Another edition of Florida. Florida. Not like the rest of us. The people of Polk County like guns, they have guns. I encourage them to own guns. On WEEI. So they don't close Florida. Well, if you're a dog owner, I recommend that you keep an eye on your dog at uh, all times, if you can, because an Amazon driver is being accused of stealing a French bulldog while he was delivering packages in Spring Hill, Florida. What in the world? Uh, Also, do people not understand that every single person in America has a ring door cam? Yes. Everyone has a camera. Uh, okay, so the dude is delivering packages and stole their 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 beloved dog. That's uh, that's correct. The family let their dog Callie outside. Short time later, realized mm, she wasn't there. Neighbor told them that they saw it walk up to a man wearing an Amazon outfit, and then they that neighbor told the sheriff's office that the man drove off and the dog followed behind the vehicle. Hmm. Uh, we can hear from Detective Benjamin Witherell uh, on Fox 13 in Tampa. Callie's worth about $4,000. This is a grand theft investigation. She's a purebred uh, French bulldog. It's, a, it's an expensive breed. Mm. Wow. I think that's cheap for those things, too. Yeah. They can, they can be very expensive. Dogs are really yeah, expensive. That's, that's why you rescue. So fall yeah. behind, and then the guy's like, all right, let me get this dog. I make a quick couple bucks. Yeah. That all is right. wild. Uh, the next story we have for you is a candidate for Mother of the Year. Oh. The Greg Hill Show is proud to present Mommy. Mom. today's nominee Welcome to my world. for Mother of the Year. Bring your mom, get her lit up. Whoa, <laughs> your mother must dance with the nicest strip club in town. Hi, what's up? A Mississippi mother 
was arrested for child negligence. Uh, she took her child. They went to Walmart. Mm. Uh, however, the child was wearing nothing but a diaper in the freezing cold weather. Yeah, I saw this one. <laughs> you did? I yes. mean, that's horrible. That is, I don't, I told you, if the government, what they need to be doing is putting the restrictions on people having kids. Well, how do you do that? Well, I mean, there's got to be an IQ test. The way, the way you go and get a driver's license, you got to see, are you fit to be a parent? Because did she have him in a trash bag? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was, uh, he just said uh, just a diaper. Uh, what I read, it was nothing but a diaper. Yeah. Only a diaper. Uh, we can actually hear the mother, Cambria Darby, being scolded by people in the store. That baby just had a pimp on. Somebody called police. No, what's wrong with you? Somebody called police on her. Who are you? Lower my voice. Lower your voice. But when you come in the store fully dressed and your baby's not. Oh, my God. Yes. awful. Unbelievable. Poor thing. I tell you. I hope they took the kid away right away and gave it to somebody else. No, it doesn't work like that, Greg. It's not how it works in that that world. world. I know nobody goes to jail, but can you go to jail for for endangering your own child? Yes, I think you can. Right, but it's difficult. It's very difficult. I mean, you know, they, they, they go, you know, child family services gets involved and all this other nonsense. And then, you know, it did. A lot of times they don't want to take kids away from the parents, and then the kid's still stuck in the same environment. I told you, man, government needs to step in and 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 put restrictions on. You got you got to take a test, and then if you have a kid, then you gotta every couple of years you gotta go back to see if you can have another kid. Because I'm I'm dead ass. There was, good luck. There are some people who should not have kids. Yeah, good luck with that. All right, what else, Sean? Next, I got a way for you to maybe spice up your Valentine's Day. I know Wiggy is Uh, a love forever expert. mm -hmm. Uh Wiggy, you're also a food expert. So this one might hit you right in the heart. Uh, White Castle is adding a new love kit for Valentine's Day. Uh, The chain is selling a mail-order love kit online, which includes regular cheese sliders for the cheesy moments in life. Jalapeno cheese sliders for those spicy moments, and original sliders for the one-of-a-kind moments uh, that couples share. It also features Valentine's-themed slider boxes, cards, and a White Castle-scented candle. Mm. Now, I've never been to a White Castle. Oh, man. He loves it. I, that I, don't, is, I don't think I've ever been either. Yeah, they're big in New York. So when I played in New York, that was like, that's the go-to when you're drunk after the club because they're open 24 hours a day. Be careful over there because it can get a little rowdy. Mm. But <laughs> the white keezy, uh-huh. you know, they, they, let me tell you something. They're good going in, even better coming out. Oh, God. What? <laughs> How is it what better? Is, what does that mean? Well, you know, when you when you you know, when you go to the bathroom and you're like, Oh, oh man, oh, I feel you, oh, so, so great get, after that. You get excessively full or so. Well, that's the thing. How is this romantic? If you're gonna eat like on Valentine's Day, you're gonna eat like eight sliders. Right. And, and if Wiggy's right, then you have the runs. You're gonna be stuffed. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be in the mood for anything after. Hey, so those they they ain't hitting no. Yeah, <laughs> White, they's hitting. Yeah. White Castle, man. Okay. And then killed many of those, many a nights. <laughs> I'm sure you have. You love chicken fries. Is sliders your favorite food? No, no, but... Yes, it is. Yes, it is. He loves sliders. I, I like the sliders, but it's, it's like White Castle. I told you, it's like that when you're drunk off your ass or high or whatever it is, and you, you leave out... In many the, cases with you, it's both. You leave out of the club, and it's three in the morning, and uh, you can't find a place to eat, yeah. and you head to the White Castle. Emergency uh, top five best drunk foods. Mm. Number one, Chinese food. 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinese. You is mean good. as far as Definitely food, like genres, right? Like, like what I, I would what, say, pizza. Pizza's up mm-hmm. there, but for me, like some like lo mein, some peking ravioli, right? Because you got to figure, you might put pizza up there, but the problem with pizza is not a lot of pizza joints are open at three. No, there f- are there four are in the morning. Where you can get, there are places. There's where not you can many get. though. But Curtis is probably right. Same with Chinese though. You can't necessarily. Oh no, oh, no. by BC yeah. there was like a million. Chinese oh yeah, yeah. China, you get China. That's why I said the Chinese, the White Castles, the Taco Bells. Chinese. <laughs> Chinese kid. I still remember my order from Great Chef. In East Boston. What was it? Number nine. Mm-hmm. Boneless spare ribs, chicken teriyaki, and... Uh, uh, and you don't remember the third part. <laughs> no, no. So you just really don't remember it. And the crab oh, rangoons. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. With the pork fried rice. And then yeah. they used to give you these little rolls. Uh-huh. So I used to make like little uh, boneless spare ribs uh, uh-huh. rolls. Sliders. <laughs> yeah. Like sliders, yeah. yeah. Homemade sliders. With uh, the duck sauce oh, on Oh, man. It. That sounds All right. good. Uh, All right. Well, what's, what's next? Oh, uh, we got a dumbest of the day. All right. Stop being dumb. And now, this woman is stone cold dumb. I'm a dumbass. The dumbest of the day. Try again, dumbass. All right, who's on the dumbest of the day? You or Curtis? I believe that one's on Curtis. Curtis, uh, we listened to everything that happened yesterday, and we have determined that this may have been the dumbest of the day. I don't remember what I'm doing here. <laughs> did you tell me this before the show? You're doing uh, yes. the White Castle I think menu. we did discuss it in the meeting. Oh, I'm sorry. Chicken uh, Ranch. Chime, do you remember? Um, I, I know of it. I don't have the article because it wasn't said to me. Because oh, my I, God. <laughs> it wasn't said to me. This place falls apart. Without people, Courtney. People mock and ridicule right. Courtney, Yep. our queen. Yeah, and you see what happens when she's not here, boss lady. Everybody right? that has ever accused Courtney of not doing work needs to take that back because <laughs> right. she does a ton of work. Right. I mean, do you think that this show uh-huh. would have received a Dave Portnoy shout out yesterday during the pizza review if it nope. weren't for Courtney? Not without Courtney. That's why she's El our Prez queen. A, yeah, That's she, why she's our queen. And look, at we can't even figure out how to do uh, dumbest of the day. Well, I'll, be gla- I'll gladly be the dumbest of the day because I don't have the story. <laughs> it's got to be out there somewhere. Well, what is the story? Shime, I don't remember what it was. Uh, so there is a new TikTok trend. Oh, I remember. Uh-oh. I got it. There we go. That's all it is. The CTE kicking Curtis, in. you hate TikTok. I hate TikTok. <laughs> I remember I had this. Co- that is so weird. Sleep deprivation is real, kids. So the... Um, TikTok famously mm-hmm. had the fried ice, which yeah, was a yeah. huge hit. Yeah. yeah. That was a big seller. And now it is deep fried chops, uh, deep fried toothpicks. Yes, I saw this. So wait a minute. There's a trend where people are eating deep fried toothpicks? Correct. And they have to warn people not to do that. Because, you know, they're not exactly something that would be easy on the yes, stomach line. No. They're not edible. They're not do edible. They, do they taste good? I mean, I, uh-huh. they, it's wood. It's like eating a tree. That's, <laughs> right. that's like going to a tree, never, ripping off consu- a branch and deep frying it. Sorry, never consumed a toothpick. I don't uh-huh. know whether they taste Either good I. or not. I don't, I don't have. It's a You're big delicacy me. in South Korea. So do people just mm-hmm. see something on TikTok and then just do it? Yes. Like yeah. who would think you could put a stick of wood in your body? And that it wouldn't do harm to you. I think Mitch I, has it up on Twitch right oh now. Oh, yeah. If you're watching the show on Twitch right now, and you should be, just go to Twitch and follow WEI to watch this show when when convenient for you. And there you have. Th- so those are deep fried toothpicks. Yes. And the uh, South Korea's Ministry of Food and Drug had to issue like a statement about this. And and that is the sauce is erp. 
Like, is that like the chicken that people were making in the cough syrup? No. Uh, in the day quill or night quill chicken? The scissor? The lean? Why are they green, though? Like, it's probably whatever the sauce is. But yeah, they're, they're pesto. <laughs> Covered in wasabi? Oh. Pesto. Can I get some pesto toothpicks? Deep Can I fried? tell you? Pesto elevates everything. I so. love pesto. Pesto is delightful. I'm Huge not going to lie. Guy. But we, uh, we eat wood. I used to eat wood. I used to okay. eat the... Will you stop? What? Every no, no. thing you have some... What, I used to eat the... You, you didn't eat the cinnamon box sticks? Never uh, heard of it. The no. Little, the little cinnamon box sticks, they sell them. They're like these cinnamon sticks. They're made of wood, or they're like from wood or whatever it is. They sell them, and you would suck on them, and they got cinnamon, and you could eat them. You never heard those? But but you ate the actual wood? Or like you, you would just... chew it. You wouldn't eat the whole thing, but okay. you would suck on it. And That's that... different than people swallowing deep-fried toothpicks. Greg, I've learned this from watching uh, Food Network and Anthony Bordeaux. Bourdain. 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 Rest in peace. Rest yep. In and the other bald-headed guy that does the other show. Andrew Zimmer. Yeah, Weird Eats. Uh, people uh, eat uh, a lot of weird things that we look as being weird, but they're delicacies over there. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's the dumbest of the day. Thank you, Curtis. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Great job on the new Shime. Thanks, Good guys. Job. I made a mistake, stumbled a little bit, but we recovered. Yeah. Edward okay. R. Shime. All right. Um, and speaking of Shime... In Courtney's absence, he is also here with what is trending this hour. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now, brought to you by Subaru of New England. The Bruins got an overtime win in Ottawa last night after blowing a 2-0 lead. Captain Brad Marchand buried the game winner about two minutes into overtime. The Bruins will head to Philadelphia for their final game before the All-Star break tomorrow against the Flyers. Puck drop at 12.30. The Celtics have now won six of their last seven as they roll past the Heat 143-110. Jason Tatum led the way with 26 points in the win. Huge win. Just, they dominated, man. Mm -hmm. This team is so good. It's 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 almost scary that we saw how good that Bruins team was last year. This Celtics team might be better than how good that Bruins team was. Comparatively, you mean. Yes, comparatively. Yeah. For the room, can I ask a favor? Can we not debate the greatness of teams until they're in the championship round or win something? Because I yeah. feel like we crowned both teams last yeah, year. We did. Yeah, we did. And we look like morons. And yeah. both teams are headed in the same direction. Exactly. Like, we had the conversation with Milbury uh, yesterday with the Bruins. Based off the way that they're playing and the way that, you know, the Celtics are playing, aren't the expectations of both of these teams that they could easily win the championship? Yeah, I mean, and with, honestly, with, and this, it it, it, it kills me every year with the, with the, I don't know about you, but with the NFL season coming to an end, oh. you go into that period, like you have March Madness, and mm-hmm. then it's like the, the, the absolute death zone. Awful. But but if we could have both of these guys continue right. their run to greatness for an extended period of time, it gets us closer to August. Yeah, I mean uh, that so. that that game seven loss. To the, it was actually beneficial, I think, to the Bruins and the Celtics that both had awful game seven losses in close proximity to one another. So neither got the full attention for a prolonged right. period of time. Right. Yeah. So in that way, but I hope it's different this yeah, week. Yeah, and right. I'm telling you what, I ain't on front either. The uh, deep fried two picks, they don't look that bad. Oh, oh my okay. God. All right, thank you. <laughs> really Is that it, Sean? Uh, yeah, yeah, a couple hires in the NFL yesterday. Dave Canales to the Panthers, Raheem Morris to the Bucks. Bill Belichick left in the wind. And BCBU tonight in, what is it, County? Conti. Conti for him. Like Conch Shell? Oh, Conti. You, said, you said Raheem Morris to the Bucks. I'm sorry, to the Falcons. Okay. Apologies. Right. Just want to clarify there. Oof. All right. All right, um, it's drizzling outside. 
It's 38 degrees. The high today will be a cloudy 42. Okay. Uh, quick question from a friend of the show on Anthony Bourdain, who Wiggy brought up. Okay. Can we, can we get to that right now? Of course. Okay. All right. Did the man die? He did. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> Want to clarify that? Really? And we will be right back. Uh, and Trending Now is brought to you by Subaru. Go outside and play in a brand new 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive for all of your winter adventures. Details and authorized Subaru retailers at SubaruOfNewEngland.com. I am somewhat flabbergasted that Bill Belichick does not have a job and that maybe even the Atlanta Falcons, where we all thought he was going to end up, uh, have less interest than they did uh, as recently as a week or so ago. Is it shocking to you or not? I mean, definitely. I think, I mean, I was kind of shocked that it was only one team, you know, that's interested. I mean, I think when you step back, teams are probably looking for, for younger coaches, it feels like, but I just thought, the opportunity to have a guy like, you know, Coach Belichick, greatest of all time. It's weird even seeing, like, Atlanta's thing because, like, you have Bill and Harbaugh came in for, like, second interviews, but then you had other guys, like, still doing first interviews. So it's like, well, are they advancing with different candidates or are they, like, still in the beginning process of this? And then it was also like, all right, well, how many times do you meet with Bill? Like, are you going over philosophy? Like, what what else is there to talk about? So. Yeah. I think the whole coaching thing is you just never know how it goes. I think you saw Tennessee with Callahan. They liked them. And it was like, man, instead of, like, doing this dance that that we're trying to do, like, let's just get our guy. Devin McCourty on this show on Wednesday this week, shocked that there was only one team that appeared to have interest in Bill Belichick, and then there were none. Right. So, uh, and what... deep track there on DMB. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> Got you. You're welcome. <laughs> what is the uh, what is the future when it comes to the greatest to ever coach in the NFL? Is it uh, waiting? Uh, uh, on his uh, palatial uh, compound, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, over in Sconset on Nantucket for a job next season, or is is there something we don't know about? Am I? I feel like I'm at a crossroads. Is it Bone Thugs rejoin? Uh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. R.I.P. Easy. I'm I'm wondering: is it Bill being selective and his approach on where he wants to go next? And maybe going, okay, I like this team. I'll show them some interest. I don't like this team. I'm not even going to bother. Or is it he's too old to be relatable and wants too much power? Well, there's somebody who agrees with you when it comes to the, I think, your first point. 774 texter says it's not shocking at all. Bill is... Uh, essentially sailing into the sunset. He's got the rings. He's got the money. He mentored his two kids, and now he's going to enjoy his time off and his time on Nantucket. But, and that, but he wants the coach. He wants though. the coach. And did you hear the press conference? I mean, not really a press conference because neither Bill nor Robert took questions together, but mm-hmm. 
the way Robert discussed it, I mean, Bill is at the he's planning on coaching. And that right. was I'm sure part of the, the the dance they did, which was to allow Bill to leave the organization free from any contractual obligation going forward. And Robert got the press conference with a smile and the awkward hug. So is he being selective? No, he's just not getting an opportunity to do what he wants the way he wants to do it. So then Wiggy it's, it's lo- too I, much power. I appreciate, I appreciate, Wiggy loves the guy mm-hmm. and was coached by the guy, and so it's difficult. It's very difficult for me to to uh, to understand that there are teams that don't want him, but I that appears to be – Curtis appears to be right. Like I maybe it's recency bias and you're looking at the last – Four years here and things didn't go so well, or maybe you're buying into the narrative that he's an a hole and uh, he insists on yelling at young Gen Zers who don't like to be yelled at, and he is stuck in his ways and he doesn't understand the value of a quarterback. And I just think it's simple. So it's I, offense, Greg. It's that the NFL is an offensive league that all these young up and coming coaches, by and large, mm-hmm. are either young and into analytics or young offensive minds like Bobby Slowick, Shime's favorite guy. Yeah, but Raheem Morris is a a defensive guy. But he's a – you said it earlier. He's just going to do whatever the organization wants him to do. So do you think if Bill would be more willing – and this is the question – is if Bill was more willing to say offensively, I'll go outside of my – Comfort zone. Comfort zone and tree. Right. I'll bring in a Bobby Slowick. I'll bring in the next guy. Right. I'm here to be the head coach, and I'm going to implement my defense, which is the best defensive plan in the NFL. Right. And you can bring in an offensive guy, and we'll have a collaborative approach to the draft. But none of that, it appears, has been what's going on. And maybe he's been humbled by this. Maybe he'll change, and he'll say next year, you know, I'll acquiesce to your needs, and I'll do what you guys want to do. But if you're the other thing I understand, Wiggy and Greg, is that. If you're Bill Belichick, you think this is why you won. You've won more than any coach in the history of the NFL. But one person, but more playoff games, more Super Bowls than any other, any other coach in the history of the NFL. So why would you change? If you're Bill Belichick, well, no, you look at it like, part, why would I do Curtis, what you want to do, Richard? Curtis, no. you can't have it both ways. It was a part of why they won. No, no, For I'm decades, you and everybody else, sports radio-wise and elsewhere, was talking about the brilliance of Bill Belichick. Mm. The, uh, you know... Do your job, next man up. I don't say anything to the media, so we don't give anybody any uh, you right. know, information, any bulletin board material. So the players, they follow my lead. All that stuff was considered by everybody to be very brilliant. Do your job! But was, Greg, I'm not was, saying that. I was just saying that if you're Bill Belichick, you think that's why you won. Why would you change it? I'm agreeing with him. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. that, like... Well, that's why I don't understand why the other league, the rest of the league doesn't understand that that's why he won. But that's not why he won. That's the point, is we now know that's not why he won. It was a part of it, Curtis. Right. There's a, you know what, Greg? There are parts of this company that help us every day. But you are the front of the show. You're the name on the show. And if the show's successful, you get the credit. Yeah. Let's that's talk, what happened. Can we talk more about that? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but so why did he but, win? But the, but you're using a good example. This show it doesn't work with one person. The show works with everybody. The show works with Courtney, you, Shime, uh, Wiggy. So it's it's a sum of all parts. If you remove one part, you may end up. 
uh, struggling for a little bit, but you find another part that can replace and can, yeah. you know, I, yes. No, we wouldn't, it, because here's the issue. You're like an iceberg, and the same thing with, with, with the quarterback. Wait, wait, is that a fat, is that a no. fat joke? The vast majority of your... of your Skinny up top, fat down low. ...influence <laughs> is beneath the surface not known. The way in which you work with clients, the way in which you do things that get the show out there. There's a lot of things that are done that people don't see. And the most important element for the quarterback with the Belichick system was the buy-in. Was that, what did Danny Amendola say in the co- documentary coming out? We worked for Bill, we played for Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, th- it yeah. was the fact that this... But that's the second part of it. See, I think people confuse... But that's where we are in today's NFL. We're okay, no longer so, in the early 2000s. So the first part of the dynasty was more about Bill. Right. And what he did with the defense and the players and getting them to the buy-in. The second part, after kind of like the 10-year not being able to get over the hump, and part of that second part, 10-year not being, was more about the quarterback and the quarterback putting the team on his shoulder and the quarterback being able to do. There were times when the offense was the best in the league and the defense wasn't that great. And but, so but it's the now. The second Super Bowl against your Panthers, okay, yes. Super Bowl 38. In the final minutes of that game, it's one of the more underrated elements of Brady's career. Like they put up thirty points that Brady led the f- the team right. down the field multiple times. But that times. team was more about their defense and their ability to run the football. Right, but I'm saying that's great. And if they didn't have a quarterback to take them down the field the way Brady did in, in that Super Bowl, they don't win it. No, no, I, I get that, and I'm not knocking Brady at all. I'm I'm, I'm just saying when and you, John Casey too. I'm just saying when you look at the first half of the dynasty, you look at the second half. Is the second half more important in today's football where it's more about the quarterback than it is the coach? And I think it's part of, and I think that is true. And then I think, like the Kansas City Chiefs, if Andy Reid retired, they'd be like, plug in next guy, we got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. yeah and we'd I, be successful. Yeah, it would probably be Eric Bieniemy. Right. I, I, like, but Arthur Blank is a smart man. How can he sit there in his orange apron and not <laughs> and not understand uh-huh. that you have the opportunity to bring somebody and I get it like to bring somebody in who's going to change your entire the entire fate of your franchise and I get it like somebody on the text line says Greg you and others are delusional so maybe maybe I am delusional. But I'm sorry, I give Bill Belichick an awful lot of credit mm-hmm. as, I mean, Tom Brady gets the, gets the most of the credit, but it was the two of them together. Without the two of them together, you would have never had what you had here. Never. Well, right. And that's so, true. But, but that's what we're talking about today. If this is 2003, Bill Belichick has 31 opportunities outside yeah. of the Patriots. It's not. And the reason that the Patriots found themselves in a position to move on from Bill is because he demanded to move on from the guy that was the engine that ran the whole thing. And that's where they are today. And I'm sorry that everybody here thought it was the media, the media, the media. I mean, why wouldn't you hire Bill Belichick just to run your cap? He's a capologist of the top degree. He knows exactly because the cap is crap. Because the salary cap and all these things you were told that if the media says, if you say nothing to the media and you don't pay the top of the market, that you win games. That only works with a Hall of Fame quarterback. This is Jeff from New Hampshire. What's up, Jeff? Hey guys, good morning. Um, just wanted to uh, sorry, I take out speaker. I just wanted to uh, say it's very simple uh, why Belichick's not coaching. He he doesn't. Nobody wants a seventy-two-year-old coach um, that wants to run things the way that he did in New England. And they look at it and they say, you know, 
let's get younger because, um, you know, Brady was the reason why he did it. He's, he's done nothing without Tom Brady, and they want to get younger and come in. And I'm just wondering if you guys have given Alan Everett an apology yet uh, this morning because he called this uh, a few weeks ago. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Al will join us momentarily. He's been waiting for a while to, to gloat. See, um, I, so it's an age thing. I think that's part of okay, it. Okay, so Bill's too old. Yeah. I, I think that's part of it. I think the biggest thing, what what do all six, What about that movie where Robert De Niro oh, the came to work? <laughs> the intern? Great flick. Can nobody learn from that? I loved him in that movie. Oh, what a lovely character. Right? Did, yeah. did he, uh, when it came to providing wisdom and guidance for the CEO of that startup, mm-hmm. did he not help? And he was able to relate to the young guys that he was interning right. with. Right. Great flick. What What's the most important thing that I think the co- the coach is the main reason for and for your team to be successful? And I think owners look at that, and that's the, that should be the number one question, is the culture, right? The reason why Brady was successful is because Bill instilled a specific culture, and then Brady bought into that culture. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Well, Curtis doesn't often acknowledge that. Patrick. Bill, what Tom Brady learned. Mm-hmm. When it came to leadership that he took to Tampa Bay, was he learned it from Bill Belichick. Right. Patrick Mahomes buys into it. Lamar did, where did Mac learn his leadership? <laughs> I, I, but he don't buy into it. Oh, okay. Mac, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes buys into it. Lamar Jackson buys into it. Aaron Rodgers didn't buy into it. No, I, Curtis, I think you can make a point that Mac Jones is uh, a, an example of why these teams – want younger coaches who aren't going to yell, who aren't going to scream, who aren't going to hold anybody accountable. I you know, or Tom Brady get, get, Tom Brady didn't mind that. Like Tom Brady when Bill Belichick was looking at film and standing there going and we have a quarterback who can't complete a pass, like Tom Brady would get, you know, red in the face and angry, but would sit there and take the criticism and want to be better. You can't do that with anybody who is under the age of 30 now you because can. they go into the fetal position. No, no, no. See, Greg, and this is what goes to my point. It's about the guy buying in. Aaron Rodgers didn't buy into the culture in Green Bay, so they moved on. They get a quarterback who buys in, and then they're able to be successful. The most important thing when an owner is looking, and I don't know if the owner is willing when Bill comes in and goes, here's how we're franchise. I don't know if there are a lot of owners – that want a guy like Bill who's so um, front, what's it, front facing forward yeah. and aggressive doing that. Right. Where you might have a guy like Jim Harbaugh who comes in and goes, We're about changing the culture, but we're going to do it collaboratively. Yeah. And I think, Greg, just talking about Mac, you lose the ability to say we're doing what's in the best interest of the football team when you make a defensive coach the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. Yeah. And that's when you lose Mac Jones. Yeah. That was a totally self-inflicted wound. If they bring in just a regular offensive mind last year, the season before this, I don't think Bill Belichick is out of a job today. Here is Al from Everett. Hello, Al. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, shout out to that caller. I didn't get his name, but uh, at least someone's got some common decency out there. You know, four years ago, Greg, four years ago, you gave me my, you gave me my victory lap last week, actually. You yeah. gave me about nine seconds. Yeah. Do I get a little time today or what? Ow. Four years ago, I told you guys that Tom Brady was about to expose the most overrated right. sports person of all time. Mm-hmm. He went down to Tampa and won with a generic stop-and-shop brand coach immediately. Mm-hmm. And now three, three years later, 
Belichick can't even get a job. He actually, Tom Brady retired, retired Bill Belichick, and none of you talk about it. Seth Wickersham proved everything you've said, Greg, for four years wrong. Why don't you talk about him? Why don't you have him on the show? We do you talk he about, was a traitor. We do talk um, about Seth Wickersham. Al, I have given yeah, why, you. Your, why don't you? I've why given, don't you? I've given you your just do, Al. I'll tell you what. No, you haven't. I you, have. You gave me nine seconds Al, last I would, time. I can it, make. If you'd like, I'll make a little plaque or something. We can hang it in one of the sub shops. Greg was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, give me more than ten seconds. I, and I, let I, me, you, me, you're just repeating yourself, Al. I'm repeating myself. How about? How about? Well, you don't want to answer the questions, do you? What about a parade? I want to know. I I want to ask you a question. Maybe we do some kind of a parade right down by the uh, by by the State Street sub shop. We could have people dressed up as. We could have people dressed Beautiful. up as uh, as the different condiments. Mm-hmm. Somebody can walk I by ask, as uh, ask your question. somebody can walk by as mayo. Somebody else can walk by as oil and vinegar. Oh, I'll be now, relish. I will say, Al. I thank want to you. ask you a question. What? What? Wait, you, 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 it's called Tom Brady a traitor. Want a T-shirt? You owe him a, now that you've seen the Seth Wickersham scathing article. You owe him an apology. No, I wanted him to stay here. He could have stayed here. He could have stayed here, and everything would be it, different. It was Bill's fault. Bill got rid of him. Greg, <laughs> say it. Bill got no, rid of Tom no, Brady. I, no, say think, it. You were I, wrong. I, why did Tom Brady say, go ask Mr. Kraft? Bill got rid of Tom Brady. Okay, Everyone okay. knows it now. Right. Say you were wrong. No. I like the parade idea, though, for Al. Should we do a parade for it Al? It is a good I parade. I love it. And Mayo's it's good to it. tie into the head coach, Mayo. That's true. It could be Mayo in the Mayo costume. Because, you know, costumes equal funny. I think you're right. By Mm -hmm. the time we have it, I'll have slimmed down enough. I could be the French fry. Okay, Okay. there. Okay. But but isn't this... I mean... Isn't this how... (laughs) You know that there's a risk. You're very motivated right now. You're down 13 and a half pounds, as you pointed out. You know there's a risk that at some point... You're not as motivated, and you go back to what you were. It, t- it tends to happen. No, nah, because, see, that's the then thing. This is why. Be, then you can't be gloaty gloaterson. No, no, no. It's a multi-step plan. You're just bloaty-bloaterson. <laughs> no, no, no. You're see, that's, it's a mo- multi-step plan. That's why. I got to lose weight, get ripped, okay. and then get a tattoo. Right. And then in order to maintain the appearance <laughs> with the tattoo, I need uh, to stay ripped. So yeah. it's Is that Shime or is that me. Jason Momoa? Uh, yes. <laughs> That's what, that's, what, yeah. that's what it's going to look change, like. You change, yeah. Once you change your mindset, that's the key. It'll right, be more yeah. like so, the rock. Don't you need, I think you're skipping a, a, a step in there. Like Lose think, weight, get ripped, get tattooed. No, right. I think it's, I think, I I've got it covered. That's pretty good. So you have to have the cosmetic surgery to remove the rolls. All right. If, <laughs> if you're going to get ripped. You don't want to have like the extra, the excess skin hanging off of the ripped muscle. Yeah, I didn't, Greg. I wasn't that fat. <laughs> you're, th- you're acting like I'm part of like like the Thousand Pound Sisters TV show, which, by the way, great television show, all time oh, show. You like that one? Yeah, ri- but do you ri- still do you watch that and just like point at the sc- screen and laugh? <laughs> you at people? fat. Uh, this oh, one look at, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that person. They can't control themselves at all. They have no willpower. Sean, you know what I hate. Fat people, they are the worst. I love fat people. I love the 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 um. I, I love the. I hate people that can't have self control around food. I love oh, the pause. That shines like look at that pig. Oh, <laughs> eating what they want. Oh, why is he getting that sausage sandwich on a bun? I love Shimes' go get it attitude because to get ripped is very difficult. Oh, yeah. It is yes, like that is yes, a difficult is. thing yes, to do. Yes, so I love the fact that it's not like I want to lose weight and get a tattoo. It's I want to lose weight and get ripped. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you have a guy that you would like to look like? 
because when you say get ripped out, yeah, like, I want to know who somebody, you're envisioning. Give us a celebrity that you're like, oh, okay, here's my body that right. I'd like to look. I want to see what your after is. Oh man, I don't know. Like off the top of my head, I don't know. I I haven't like I haven't tried to mold myself because I'm a, I like, you like a very honestly, unique it's, appearance. It's, it's honestly from the outside, I think it might be Gilbert Grape. <laughs> I got a great one. For- <laughs> I got Remember a, that dude, tiny little head, yes, giant body. I got a great one for him because he's his size. I don't eat grapes; too much sugar. Sean, I, I got a good I one. Thought, for, okay. Yesterday, I made a grape smoothie. It had water and one grape in it. Yeah, okay. I did have a smoothie. Why did that come in this one? Sean, he has one for you. He's about your height, okay. and maybe he's ripped, and it could be the body type. Okay, Zach Efron. Mm. Ooh yes! All right, yes. I just yes. I won't have the hair. That's the thing. Okay. About it. You know, yeah, that's yeah, right. you a wig. But is that like the? Is that when you say ripped? Is that what you're going for? Uh, no, I think I want to be a little bit bigger than Zac right. Efron. But right. I don't like want right. to be Kevin James. I don't want to be quite. <laughs> I don't want to be quite that thin. I want to be like yoked. I don't necessarily want to be like okay. super yeah. cut. Kevin you know what I mean? James. So you, all right, you got to take a break. We're so far behind. <laughs> Coming up at 9, your chance to join me and Wiggy and Coco for a watch party for Game 1 mm-hmm. on Sunday. Championship game number 1, 3 o'clock, Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham. I will give the final remaining VIP passes away coming up at 9. Today, after a death in the family, but she will be back on Monday, and she will join Wiggy and I on Sunday for our watch party at Aviva Trattoria, and I have a couple of VIP passes remaining, which I will give away coming up at 9. And WEEI's coverage of the football postseason is brought to you by Wise Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks. We might as well get our picks in. Mm-hmm. Pick two. When it comes to the conference championships with the Super Bowl right around the corner, Curtis. The big game. The big game. We're getting close, by the way. Uh, I saw this yesterday. If you have an extra $750,000 lying around, Mm -hmm. uh, then you can get an end zone table with bottle service. In Vegas for the Super Bowl. You do love the bottle service. In fact, I think if you're watching on Twitch, uh, you'll be able to see this set up. And there it is. You got the DJ, and you're right there in the end zone with bottle service for just a mere $750,000. I don't know much, but every guy that will be at those tables Mm -hmm. at the Super Bowl will be a total douche. (laughs) And he'll be talking to you about Bitcoin for uh-huh. four hours. Well, better listen up because he he got it for seven fifty. He must know something we don't. I, I wonder if Bill's going out to Vegas. He could finally visit the Spear, Spear, yes, whatever they call could. it. Yes, he could. Is that Tiesto on uh, as the MC? Shot? Oh, it might be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, Greg will be there. I mean, that's the way to do it, though. If you have the money. Well, how much could the bottle be then? If it's seven hundred fifty grand for the table, what's it fifty grand a for a question. bottle of booze? <laughs> yeah, that's all part of it, you know. Yeah. And then, like you said, you get Tiesto. You, you want a little less? Maybe you, you get DJ Pauly D. Maybe a little <laughs> bit more Khaled. I don't know. Could you imagine a guy pays almost a million dollars for a table and then orders Smirnoff bottles? 
I don't think you can even get those. Oh, I don't okay. know. <laughs> I, used, I used to go for the pints of Smirnoff. Those yeah. are not very good. Oh, you got a few money? Yeah. I'm spending seven fifty. Bring me the lick. I tell you to bring me. <laughs> All right. Um, so start with the AFC Championship game. I, I Shime, I know, I know what you want. And you've been on it to your credit all season long, and that is Lamar Jackson, guy that any NFL team could have had if they wanted him, and nobody mm-hmm. wanted him. Right? Can they win this game? Hell yeah! Okay, I think they're going to be. I, I don't know what the number is, but I bet they're the favorite. It's currently four it's two, point favorites. It's four. Yeah, right? it's okay. gone. It's yeah, gone up to four. It opened at to, three. It's now up to four. I haven't bet a game since Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I would bet. I'm going to bet this weekend, Kansas City plus four all day, every day. Oh. If you get a chance to bet on Mahomes, he's not Brady. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I know that. But I would never bet against Brady in one of these games. And if, if you're giving Mahomes four points, I sign up for that all day. Okay, he's not Superman. Like, he's going to, I mean, unless you think he's going to beat Tom Brady, then do you get that same feeling? Their defense from- is excellent. This is the most Patriots-like Chiefs team I have seen. They have a great coordinator. They have a very good top 10, top 7 defense in the NFL. Right, they just stink against the run, though. Not and, good against the run, but... The, and this, Baltimore this, led the league in rushing offense. Right. Here is the one side that makes sense where, where Shime can win and, and lose weight and win money. Mark, uh, Andrews returning as the tight end. Yes. Is a huge, huge game changer if he's healthy. I don't know if it's just you know, trying to get the Chiefs off their scent, mm-hmm. but that they're saying he'll be activated. But if he's right. healthy, I, the Ravens are going to be tough to beat. But still, just give me Mahomes plus four until he shows he Be careful. You're going to see a ton of, like, 22 personnel, not to get too Gresh on oh, you here. Uh-huh. But <laughs> two tight ends, two backs on right. the field, like, at all times. They are going to pound the rock. Yeah, because Buffalo was pounding the rock all day long against them. I, I also, w- 22 personnel is the code word for what those bros are trying to bring to that table at the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yes, but... No, I'm with, oh, I'm with Sean on this one. But, uh... <laughs> what, so Baltimore. What What's our pick? I like Baltimore. Oh, okay. I'm on Baltimore. All right. I'm, 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 I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, you want to do it? You down, dog? I'm down, dog. All right. Let's go. Stick Lamar in the Super yeah. Bowl, baby. Okay. All right, great. All right, I like the Lions. Plus I know seven. you do. How can you not love the Lions? It's now seven and a half. You get All the right. hook. Oh, hook me up. Yeah, I'm right with you with the Lions. I'm I'm down. I'm with you. What up, though, in the D? I'm down with you. One of my best TV shows, Dirty Deuce D. So I'm going to rock with uh, Detroit as yeah. well. You want to? I like. I listen. I've been in Detroit. I like Detroit. It's a nice city. There is no character in football you want to root for more than Dan Campbell. Nobody. Right. And you know what? You just to go back to our conversation well, earlier. Well, uh, Taylor Swift. But oh, Swift. Yes. Nope, Dan Campbell uh, wins. I, I I really think that Dan Campbell paved the way for a lot of these young former players to get mm-hmm. jobs early because the Lions were were mocked, they were ridiculed about right. the, you know with that press conference and kneecaps and everything. Mm. But then you look at the the several other young coaches, whether right. it's D'Amico Ryan's, Gerard Mayo, Raheem Morris. Like there's there's been that. His ability to translate his message to the players from as a young ex-player, I uh, think, has resonated with other teams. And his authenticity is huge, too, because people are like, ah, this guy's a meathead. But I think that's what makes him such a – I think that's what makes him relatable to a lot of plays. You brought that up with Bill and his struggle to be unrelatable yeah. is that he comes – you know. The only thing that worries me uh, about picking the Ravens is the uh, – are the officials going to do at the, at the behest of Roger Goodell – 
do whatever they can to make sure that Taylor Swift is represented at the Super Bowl. Look, I mean, if you if that's your if that's your only concern, you have to take right. the Ravens. Like you have to, because it's it just they have an opportunity to make Lamar Jackson into like the biggest uh, one of like the biggest faces in football right yeah. now. Okay, and, so they and, might and prefer that. To it, yeah, it may just be time. Okay, all right, all right. Well, we got them. Those are our picks. Right. I love it. And this is the great. And this is the perfect. It's going to be the perfect Super Bowl matchup because we've been talking about Bill and the quarterback. It, it, you're going to have. Two teams, whether it is Baltimore, KC, or San Fran or Detroit, you're going to have two teams match up. Is it more about the coach or the quarterback? Yeah. Because Baltimore and Kansas City, it's really about their quarterbacks. And Detroit and San Fran, isn't it more about their coaches? Yeah. 100%. So this is going to be the perfect view of what really wins in the NFL. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up, your chance to join us to watch that first game on Sunday in Stoneham. <laughs> VIP passes for Sunday. Only two pairs left for a watch party with me and Wiggy and Courtney at Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham. By the way, one more thank you to the incredible people at Aviva Trattoria because they reached out and they have several private dining rooms there. Uh, PDRs, as we call them in the biz, Curtis. And they are dedicating one to the Greg Hill Foundation, which means that going forward... All of the proceeds from said dining room will be donated to our beneficiaries. So um, I want to thank them for that. And I want to thank every single person who has donated so far for the uh, Wilbraham police officer who was shot over last weekend. Uh, you have you have donated so far over $34,000 for that Holy officer. Cow. So thank you to everybody who gave. But um, if you'd like to be there... With me and Wiggy and Courtney on Sunday for a watch party for game one, then be caller number nine or caller number 10 right now on the contest line, which is 617-931-0937. And you and a guest will join us for a playoff watch party on Sunday at Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. For those asking... Kayshawn Booty has Wiggy at four and a half chicken marsalas uh, during Sunday afternoon game one. But if you're so. a bubble roster guy in the Patriots, getting arrested helps you get the job, as we saw with Jack Jones. Sure. So I mean, some that people, was what Bill though. We don't know. Mail oh, might go right. in a different direction. Extra mail. Some people can't believe that you might do jail time for something like that, but it's nah, I ain't uh, gonna do no jail time. Uh, I mean, you get arrested. It's fraud. I mean, you created a whole uh, fake identity by which to gamble underage i mean i you know it's a uh it's an issue wiggy nah, i mean i I, mean, I know you don't want anybody following the rules but nah, i mean i get it you're uh, not doing jail time for placing bets at that um, in a state that doesn't allow it He's, who's going to jail for that <laughs> seriously i honestly don't know what you go to jail for anymore anyway so yeah. i have no idea but yeah, it is really? a um it's just so wild. I feel like every day there, but I will say the negative stories have ceased for the Jonathan Crafts of the world because mm. it was a good day yesterday for Jonathan and Robert Kraft because they because don't. Bill's not going to get a job anymore. Yeah. Uh, this is Bob. Hello, Bob. 
Hey, guys. Quick, I agree with a lot of what you guys say. And, Curtis, I think you're right about uh, Brady, you know, being kind of the, the big toe, if you will, on the foot, right, rather than Belichick being the guy. But, but give the guy some credit. And if I'm an owner, I don't get why he's not getting hired because there's basically, if you think about football, there's 22 guys that contribute – maybe 35 guys that play every single week. Then you got special teams guys that are on the field every once in a while. Belichick's art is not elevating the talent or maybe even identifying the premier talent, right? It's getting the guy who's in the middle to the lower tier to the upper tier. That's what he does really well. And there's more of those guys on a football roster than there are Brady's. Right, there's usually one or two of those guys on a roster. But, but Bob, I would just ask you this: right Why didn't that happen on offense specifically? Why, why, why was there an inability to raise the level of play of, of, of average guys? Again, again, well, I'll go back to Belichick's you know beginnings. Right, he's a secondary coach and a defensive coordinator. The more responsibility, which is you're far easier to control a group within smaller, right? And he's a control guy. There's no question. He had to have total control. As the group got bigger, his ability to wield control over the group becomes diminished. When he starts winning, his ability to control the narrative and everything else outside of the football world, if you will, diminishes yet again. And when you've got an owner like Kraft, who's a bit of a narcissist, right, it gets diminished even further because Kraft wants to do his thing and be in the front page, right? So that's why he, you know, to your point, could he do it? His control was not great on the offensive side. His expertise is really on the defensive side. And his lack of expertise in drafting talent on either side, if you look at where he drafted, he drafted great defensive players, but his offensive drafting was crappy other than Brady. And you can't tell me, Curtis, that they took the guy in the sixth round figuring he was going to end up where he did. There's no way. They thought he would be, at best, a serviceable backup, maybe. So if you're, you make an interesting point with regard to the owners in this league and Mm -hmm. whether they want to be. There are definitely owners in this league, like Jerry Jones, who want to be the focal point for what the success is, and they probably they're not willing to give that up, even even if they believe that Bill Belichick means instant success. I guess he's too old. As as I start to think, you start to hear because he's elevated some of the offensive players. I mean, look at uh, Pop Douglas. You know, look at Ramondre Stevenson. Right there's, so there's been some elevation of guys that are just like, all right, this guy's okay, and then turns out to be really good. Has he missed on other guys? Yeah, I just think that he's too old, and they don't want to give him all that power. Why would I want to give a guy all that power and all that money when he's only going to be here for three years? But, that's their mindset. That, but, that's what I truly believe. But wait, with you're billionaires. hiring guys. You're hiring guys who have, in some cases, failed elsewhere. Right. Who may only be there for three years too. But guess what? What's I, the like, what, what's the check that you think you got to write for Raheem yeah, Morris? Okay, so it's about money. Yeah. So that's part of it. What's the check you write for Raheem Morris if he's only there I for three know, years? Seven million, eight million. Yeah. Like what's he making? Ten million. He's probably. I bet you he probably signed a five year deal for somewhere around. Uh, fifteen to twenty but, million. But here's the thing about owners getting the credit. Do you think the Bucks ownership group, the Glazers, are mad that Tom Brady got the credit? No, because you have smart ones who understand that they don't need the credit. But that they hire, sp- they you know, they hire people that are better than them. You know, it's like the the Steve Jobs quote. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't hire the brightest people or the most talented people and tell them what to do. We hire the brightest, most talented people to tell us what to do. But right. but it's but that's not a lot of the time. That's not. But the that's a different conversation. Dean Spanos, if 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 Jim Harbaugh is successful with the Chargers, Dean Spanos will be lauded for handing the keys of the organization to Jim Harbaugh, just like Robert Kraft was the was the beacon of owners because he handed the keys to Bill Belichick. That's such a fraudulent way to look at this. If you hire someone who is successful in the job for which you hired them, then you get credit. I mean, it, that's as simple as it can be. And everybody that talks about Bill and elevating and all these things, it's just not happened. We can say it did. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes when you put your tooth under the pillow, there's not going to be $2 there. And this is just sort I of... just refuse to believe that the guy is that the league has passed him by and he can't coach anymore. So you think it's more likely there's a blackballing going on? I question why, whether the spin on Bill Belichick worked. He, I, I, I think he, I think owners look at him as he's too old. It's too much he money. He's a problem up there in See, New England. See, you can't and you and he you was, can't compare him to Brady. None Be, of the the players were revolting, right? And he doesn't know how to relate. You can't relate. You can't compare him to a player because we're now starting to see in today's world of sports in the NFL, the most important piece is not the coach; it's the quarterback, the player. Take player. Take Patrick Mahomes. You could have a bozo standing on the sideline like Tampa Bay did with Bruce Arians if you have Brady, if you have Mahomes. You don't need – and so the owners are looking at, why would I give a guy who's 72, $20 million a year, and I have Desmond Ritter at quarterback, or I'm going to have Baker Mayfield or Kirk Cousins? I'm not doing that. That's what I think the league has become, and that's why they don't want – if Bill was 60 years old, like John Harbaugh, they would say, all right, Bill, because we know you're going to bring the culture. Maybe you find the quarterback, and you're going to be here for the next 10, 12 years. Yeah. But here's the issue, Wiggy. It's that you're right. It's the quarterback. That's all it is. And it's that Bill Belichick doesn't value the quarterback. Look at – I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. But you say that. I don't agree with that. What what part of he doesn't – where does that come from? His treatment of Mac Jones. The way in which he thought Brady was expendable at the end. He felt like Brady was old. He but, made a mistake on that. But but look at who he replaced him with. It's, that, it's okay to move on from a 40-year-old quarterback. I, right. mean, I, I understand the rationale. Right. It's replacing him with Jarrett Stidham and Cam Newton. Right. That's where that he, he obviously thought he was going to get more out of Cam. They made the mistake, and then what they do. So did you. They, yeah, right. And the, <laughs> But what did they do? They tried to fix it, and mm-hmm. they drafted a quarterback with their first overall pick in the 2020 draft, whatever it was, at 15. So they tried to fix it, and they missed. This is this is Mike from Maine. Hello, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. Love your show Thank every you. day. Thank uh, you. The Navy head coaching job is open. No. And he can I, park no, no, the boat no. I, right nope, there. Nope. Ty Law said it yesterday on this show because everybody brings up People are bringing up college jobs. People, I, he's not going to go sit in somebody's living room and no. recruit. And it's a full time year round grind for those guys. He's Bill Belichick is not going to coach. Greg, you've been in the world of of business and all you know, working your whole life. Other than being the president, when you're old, no one wants you. No matter how good you have been. That's not always the but case. He just got a new deal. I mean, I mean look where, at me. Find, no, no, no. But you're, I'm talking about a 72-year-old man trying to get in the radio. 
and might have had a 40-year career. They're going to be mad. Take your old ass somewhere else. But the world needs people to drive around a golf course and tell foursomes that it, that they got to move it a little bit quicker. Right, That's but true. okay, so if you want so if he wants to be the world a, needs those what of are us they called? Who are, the world needs those of us who are aging. What's what is what's that called? The guy old head? A no, ranger? The, a ranger. ranger. So unless he's a ranger, a Walmart <laughs> greeter. I mean, think about it. Uh-huh. In the world of sports, he can work at the local cinema. Right, the cinema, the world of sports. <laughs> free movies. No one. A lot about getting a job when you get older is what you get for free that comes with it. Oh, exactly. totally. That's why the Rangers do it because you get the free golf. You get Home the free Depot. Golf on he'd be great at Home Depot. He hey, would. I'm looking for. Uh, no, Arthur Blank no. clearly wouldn't even hire him for Home Depot. No, he would. He's blacklisted. He would Home hire Depot. him there. Where can I find uh, a drill bit? Oh, that's aisle six now. I don't think I he's going to answer like that. I think he'd well. be snorting and rumping. <laughs> can I tell you something? Uh, the people that you meet when you walk into a Home Depot. Yeah. Brilliant. I like, no. In this, I'll say one thing like, oh, row 39A. Yeah, they know exactly where everything is. They are underrated, brilliant yeah, people. Yeah, it's just are. he's too old, man. And that's where I think that's part of the NFL. He's too old. He wants too much power. And owners are like, I'm not paying this guy $20 million for two years. But it's so amazing to he me. He could work at a pickleball place oh, and get free pickleball. Could do that. Not near the guy down the Cape. <laughs> um, but I, it is amazing, though. I, the entire NFL is telling you something, and I'm the bad guy for pointing out why Bill's not getting a job. Like, just allow the facts mm-hmm. to exist. Yeah, but you're saying he's not good. I'm saying that he doesn't. He has not evolved with the game on offense, which is the most important part of the football yeah, game today. Yeah, but two years ago, their offense was averaging 30 points a game. Well, it got worse as the season went on, it, and right. then it was a disaster but, the last no, two. You can't. That season, they averaged almost thirty points a game, max rookie year. And I'm not a Mac fan. Right? Did they st- did they take a step back in the, the following two years? Yes. Is he a little bit of maybe I should have hired Nick Kelly rather than went with Matt Patricia? Is he a little bit in that sense of he wants to hire his buddies? Mm-hmm. That I think is his biggest uh, downfall. Loyalty right. over ability. Coming up, we'll get some picks for the weekend from our pal Nick Costos at 9.30. We have a new Red Sox segment, which we have to get to before that, Curtis. I cannot uh, wait. That is coming up as well. But right now, in Courtney's absence, here is Shime. And what is trending this hour? Gresham Fourier. Weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Bruins got an overtime win in Ottawa last night after blowing a 2-0 lead. The captain, Brad Marchand, buried the game winner about two minutes into OT. What a season he is having. He is having a remarkable season. Mm -hmm. Multiple multi-goal games, a hat trick in there. Like He is really embodying the captain role. I feel like he's the only one that scores. They need to win this one for Marshy. (laughs) I love it. Uh, The Bruins head to Philly uh, for their final game before the All-Star break tomorrow. Puck drop. At 12.30, the Celtics have now won six of their last seven as they roll past the Heat, 143-110. Jason Tatum led the way with 26 points in the win. The Seas welcome the Clippers tomorrow night, tip off at 7. Couple hires in the NFL yesterday. Dave Canales, now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and Raheem Morris has been named the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, leaving only two job opportunities left open in Seattle and in Washington. Bill Belichick seems to be on the outside looking in. And big night in college hockey world is number one BU takes on number two BC tonight, and then they switch. The next night, as BC will play at BU uh, on Saturday night. The last top three matchup between these two teams was back in 2012 in the Beanpot title game. And if you want to sit on the ice, just a mere thousand bucks a ticket or over that right now? Uh, just over a thousand bucks. I think wow. I started at like 1131 was the number. Jeez. All right. 
And what could you end of the season get a ticket at Gillette for? Uh, five. Eight bucks. <laughs> okay. Don't be a hater. <laughs> That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Oh, it's it's a tough day for the Belichick Bobos. 39 degrees and cloudy after a high of 41. What? No mention of the total and utter whiteout conditions Sunday night? Sunday what? after the big event, Viva Trattoria in Stoneham. We're going to get a little rain turning to snow Sunday into Monday, about 3 to 6 inches. I'm calling for about 4.8 at Logan. That's a big storm for Monday morning. Could be delayed to get to work. Yeah. So like 4 to 5 inches yeah. of snow I in would, Boston. In Boston. More, more north than west? More north than west. All right. Thank you, Curtis. You we'll be it. right back. Absolute banger shine. Good one for a Friday. Courtney is off today dealing with a death in the family. She will be back on Monday and she will be with Wiggy and I on Sunday for the watch party at Aviva Trattoria. New segment on this program, Curtis. Called Socks Appeal. Oh, I am so pumped. Home opener, 60... How many days left uh, in, in January? Well, I, my what focus is, five, is on... Five days left in January? Today's the yes. 26th, yes. Okay, so 60... Uh, like, I don't know, 70 days till the home opener, April 9th. Well, uh, Monday, February 5th is my personal favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Truck Day. Oh, yeah. Truck Day's coming up rapidly. And Jackson will be there reporting live. All right. Uh, Socks Appeal is brought to you by McFarland and... Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com. Also brought to you by the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers, and by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. So we're going to be, this is a segment that we can do basically anything on. You know, had this been Monday, maybe we would have played the Sam Kennedy audio from uh, the Ken and Curtis show at the Winter Weekend. But this is more of an open question. For anybody that plans on being in the Fort Myers area from Tuesday, February 27th yeah. until March 1st, we're going to be going out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights uh-huh. in advance of our shows. Oh, okay. We like to get a feel of the Florida. You know, Fitzy famously lost his mind in Fort Myers. <laughs> Steak pants, you yes. name it. The uh-huh. whole thing was yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, so if there are any local spots that you enjoy that we would like to go when we are in Fort Myers. We will alert everybody via social media on the show about where we're heading because we'd love to see. We have a huge audience down there. Yeah. Want to meet Sox fans that are in town. So, so any much. big recommendations? So we have we have three days of shows. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. At the ballpark. Correct. Uh, and it will be me, you, Wiggy, and Courtney. Correct. Okay. And guests galore. Oh, guests um, like you read about. I don't uh, know if Sam will have, come on with me. I don't know. <laughs> I think probably Sam Kennedy. I really. like Sam. We were fine. I'm yeah. interested for two things. Yep. Twin Peaks and BP. You've never been to Twin Peaks? No, I want to see what the big rage of it is. Yeah, it's, it's and I want to take some batting practice, see if I can still hit some dingers. Wait, you want to take batting practice? Yeah. I mean, isn't that like isn't that everybody's dream when they go to like a, a ballpark and they get there earliest to you see if do that during the show? Couple swings. Okay. See if I can still go uh, yard. I, we could probably arrange that, you I know? would think. You know, that's yeah. I mean, I, well, okay. we need to get you guys. I don't know whether the spring training games will have begun by this point, mm-hmm. but maybe another shot at a first pitch after the debacle in Worcester. Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm I always down for whatever. I think we've given that uh, enough of a go. I think I need to redeem myself, though. 
I Get mean, a little I, juice on it. Can I also say this? I'd like to do a Sox game with whether it's Lou and, and Will Ooh. or Joe or whoever. We have Courtney as the sideline reporter. <laughs> oh, for the I spring think training that would game. Be great. I thought you so going in the booth and doing like an inning. Oof. I mean, I. Just be I careful you I don't could, jump in Will's inning. Yeah, that would be bumpy. <laughs> but I, you know, I remember I did the inning one time on social media. Well, you know, it, it seems like it's fun. You got time to kill. You talk about a lot of random stuff, mm. you know. Uh, Curtis, a recommendation for a place in Naples, a brewery in Naples. I love it. How far is Naples um, from Fort Myers? Very right there. The way okay. I drive 15. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I get to be the DD driving everybody around, yeah, yeah. and it'll be a lovely time. I think my aunt and uncle's supposed to come down. Didn't to one Courtney of the- say we fly? You guys fly into Naples. Yeah, Courtney made a little uh, a little error there. It's yeah, Fort Myers yeah, it's Airport. Fort Myers yeah. Airport. I've never been Southwest. there, so very nice. But my uh, aunt and uncle might show up to one of our broadcasts. They and, live down there. And we don't get the Chris Sale interview, which was really the only good thing about the Chris Sale acquisition was I mean, the this one time a year spring training interview. But but oh well, do we get baby Pedro? Baby Pedro. Because that's there. big, right? We got a, all eyes are on him this year. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we could we could uh talk to him. I think that certainly. would be the key, right? Well, isn't he the um, isn't he the key of this team? If you yes. can legitimately have an ace, yeah. because we've known what the Red Sox, they always, for some reason, they can always score runs and hit, mm-hmm. hit the ball. Isn't it really about their pitching? And if he's the if he's the legitimate ace now, I think it's kind of like, you know, the you know you got to put the ball in ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I just am curious. I think it'll be Wednesday night when we go to Capitol Grill, one of the best restaurants in the entire Capital st- state of Florida. They have a great spot in Naples where we went with. Fitzy, the birthplace of steak pants. Prosciutto so we have Courtney's- Shime can talk to Garrett Whitlock about getting swole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Is Whitlock getting swole? I think Cassis is getting swole. Is Cassis Yeah. Swole? Well, I can talk about Tyler O'Neill too. Yeah. He's yoked. Yeah, yeah, I think one of them's getting it. Is, is it Tristan? Cat? Is Tristan his first name? Tristan. Right? Tristan. Yeah. I think I always see him on uh, social media. He looks like he's getting yoked up. Yeah. He actually has a picture of Shime that he's working toward. <laughs> yeah, Shime. <laughs> no, I think he wants that to go impressive. the opposite direction. That is impressive. <laughs> Have you ever been to the boathouse in Fort Myers, Curtis? I have not. Mm-hmm. The only place I, that I have to go back to every time. They got time. beaches out there? Yeah. Yes, uh, well, yes. the beaches were really destroyed by that hurricane, but okay. there's some nice ones. They've Coconut Jacks is my spot. Mm-hmm. Coconut, Coconut Jacks? Jacks? Coconut Jacks. It's right before Bonita Springs uh, near Captiva, I think, and it's a awesome patio. I love eating al fresco. Where's the place that I went for lunch that you dropped me off That's at? it. That place? That's 2020. We went there. You, you ate there. Extraordinary Shrimp. That's coconut jacks. Yes. It's the best shrimp you'll eat anywhere. The mm. seafood is better in Florida. I hate to say it. To no, you said that. that was the you dumbest, did say that. That was the dumbest take ever this morning. Okay, what can you what what outside of lobster? What's better seafood here? The the seafood Ooh. is not better in Florida. They they don't even have real lobsters there. Right. They okay. Have like lobsters. Baby lobsters. I don't like. You don't eat lobster in Florida. You eat. Mahi mahi, you eat like, snapper, you uh, eat like, grouper. I, I what about love, catfish? You guys eat catfish? I, I love grouper. Said no one ever. Right. It's like the poor man's fish. I love scrod. Said no one ever. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> you love a good haddock, right? I mean, I would. Curtis take, is a big catch of the day guy. Oh, of course. What, what, what's your? I, I don't know today? seafood, so I'm 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 just kind of interested with this. What's the other one with the tea? To, <laughs> Ta- uh, tilapia, tilapia, tilapia. Yeah, I don't go that. That's right. kind of farm. That's the, also that's the trash man of the sea or trash person of the sea. I thought the lobsters the were the roaches of the sea. No, no, the lo- I thought they were the, the bottom feeders. No, that's what somebody I saw lo- on social lobsters, media. Lobsters used to be; they were not considered a delicacy until 
you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. For a while, they were fed to, that's what the prisoners ate was lobster. Right. But that's all changed, obviously. With it. Well, mean, now we don't have prisoners. <laughs> How you go from being a food that you given to just basically? They, they, they didn't understand the value branding. of it or the taste. They oh, it's the branding of yeah. it. I got you. That's the blue lobster now. Right. It's like the the green monster seats used to be standing room. Now they're called right. green monster seats, and they're five hundred dollars a pop. So the thing switched. So it was like the hot dog, the you know, food of the billionaire. Now it's just like, hey. I, it's, it's, the every it's man's at some milk? point, yes, Wiggy. At some point, it switched. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to do more research I don't at, a, at a different time on yeah. that. But oh, the, the shrimp in Florida is A+. Plus. Uh, all right. Well, so you can tune in as we get you toward pitchers and catchers who report on the 14th of next month. Cannot wait. Tune in for Sox Appeal on this show, and we will be there bringing you all of the mm-hmm. spring training action live on this radio show starting on February 28th. Is that what you said, Curtis? Yes. Or 27th, whatever it is. The right? 27th of okay. February, we will be talking Sox. I'm all right. excited. All right. right now on the Harbor One Hotline, the host of You Better You Bet, an Odyssey sports betting insider, Nick Costos. Insider calls presented by BetMGM, where you can go check out all of the latest lines right now on the BetMGM app. Good morning, Nick. What's going on, guys? I, I hate to agree with Curtis, but uh, I lived in South Florida for three years. I have to agree. The seafood in Florida is like the, is the absolute best, so Thank I think you. he's right. right about that. Okay. Aren't you from Jersey? Uh, Long no. Island. No, come uh, on. Like, come on. I don't take I take nothing seriously that the entire tri-state, <laughs> anybody from the tri-state region says. Yeah, it's okay. I'm uh-huh. only from the capital of the free world, recognized right. by the entire world, but that's okay. Yeah, Boston's yeah, yeah, good, right. too. Now you're going to tell me, now you're going to tell me New York-style pizza is better than bar pizza, right? Go ahead. Yeah, we've done this already, uh, and we, obviously. Yeah, it it's, it's, it's something that's universally recognized. We don't even have to have the discussion. New York it's, is already, not, it's already recognized. What's new, what food genre is New York known for? Nothing. Like Everything. It, no, it steals, uh, it's it's like it's the take stealing city when it comes to food. Like, well, like, and not and not just with food. Like what? Do you, but what bagels? What do you? About everything like, I would uh, say. say no, New York every, bagels hit everything. different. What are you talking everything about? Everything bagels. I, I, think, I think that we steal everything from everybody. Yeah. that was it. Was it was an overall uh, insult at the city that I live in. Yeah. Okay. I, there's no there, there's no way anybody is ever going to tell me Florida the seafood is better in Florida. Then here, uh, we're known for seafood. That's what the, we're... No, look, like, the, like the, the lobster is, is definitely better in Massachusetts. But, yeah, like, actual Curtis is right. Like, yeah. the actual fish is better in Florida. Like it's, it's not an insult. Like, why Like you right. taking this personally? I do. Yeah, like, I it's, do. Not, it's not personal, buddy. Like, sorry. Well, I, it's, just, I have, it's a fact. Sorry, I have a, little, I have a little loyalty to the region where I've lived my entire life. Sorry. Yeah, well, you're like, you're like, you're like a fan. That's okay. I, right. Yes, I am a fan. He likes yeah, the chow down. wrong with that. Nothing it's like, wrong. you know, the, Chief, the Chiefs are better than the Patriots. You can get upset if that if you want, or you can accept reality. All right, where are we at on this game one? I, I, we, I, as a show, we took, we took Baltimore. I, Wiggy, Curtis, Shime, everybody feeling strongly about the Ravens. I, I don't know. I feel like you guys might be might be really right here. I'll be on the other side in this game, yes. and like he would just be he'd be the question that I would ask. Um, and I mean that like the answer can be whatever. Um, do you guys think the regular season matters when it comes to handicapping this game? Uh, no. Yes. Okay. Okay. So if the regular season matters, Baltimore should be a bigger favorite than this. Um, and I know that that sounds crazy to people because Patrick Mahomes is on the other side, right? But based on the regular season, the Ravens have been the best team all season. San Francisco is the second best team. Mm-hmm. Baltimore went there on Christmas night and absolutely thumped them. So if we're going just based on like power ratings, like what the point spread of the game should actually be, Baltimore should be a bigger favorite than this. And they're basically like a four-point favorite across the board. So I think as a better, you kind of run into two things here. Is it 
you roll with what you saw in the regular season, and it's that the Ravens should honestly, like, not only win this game, but should blow the Chiefs out. Or is it just like the Dragon wears number fifteen in red on the other side, and you just you take the points with Mahomes, and uh, and you live with it if you lose. I'm gonna apt to do that, and I'm gonna take the points with Patrick Mahomes here. Where look, I make this bet: Chiefs lose by three. That's the most likely outcome, by the way. Ravens win the game by three points, uh, and I still win my bet, so I'll do it. So I, I'm not here to tell you that like I have like a strong feeling on it. If Ravens won by 10, I wouldn't be surprised. I have a stronger take on the next game. But uh, I will take the points with the Chiefs coming up on Sunday. The, when it comes to the quarterbacks in that game, playoff experience make a difference or no? Well, I mean, like, I guess you could argue that, like, Lamar kind of, like, got over the hump last week, like, played exceptionally well in the second half. First half was a little helter-skelter, and look, like, we're all watching that game, and we're all thinking about the Tennessee game back in 2019, when they were the one seed and, and lost to, to, to the Titans, and Lamar did not play well in that game. Didn't play great in the first half, and then they came out like gangbusters in the second half and just, like, obliterated the Texans off the face of the earth. Now, look, I don't think this is an insult. It's kind of like when people get offended when you say LeBron James is isn't as good as Michael Jordan. Uh, I don't think that's an insult. And I hate Jordan. I'm a Knicks fan. Like, I hate my, ruin my childhood. But Jordan's the best. <laughs> so, look, it's not an insult to say LeBron's not as good as the best. It's also not an insult to say Lamar Jackson isn't as good as Patrick Mahomes. Like, Lamar deserves to win his second MVP. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's not Mahomes. Nobody's Mahomes. And there's a chance that at the end of Mahomes' career, it'll be like Mahomes and Brady together at the top of the mountain. Mm. So, yeah, like, Lamar's awesome. He's also not as good as number 15. So I'll take the Chiefs. I'm willing to be wrong. I'll put my money on Patrick Mahomes. All right. Where are you on the NFC side of things? Where do, what do you guys like in the game? We're sentimental. We're sentimental about the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Motown, baby. Yeah, I think I'm going to also. Yes. Um, so so let me let's just do like the one piece of betting news here. Um, we think Debo Samuel's gonna play in the game. Practice yesterday, Thursday in a limited fashion. We'll see what happens today. He's someone that like definitely matters to the point spread, and we're hanging out around the, like seven, right? Which is one of the key numbers here. So if you want to bet this game, like I would actually like wait wait till you get more information about whether Debo's playing in the game to feel confident about making your bet. So I'll make the case here, guys, not just for the Lions to cover the spread. I'll make a case for the Lions to win, actually win the game here. Mm. So I... I definitely think both offenses will have a lot of success in this game. Um, I don't think Purdy will play as poorly as he did last week. The weather is going to be like crystal clear, like 68 and sunny. And Purdy has shown that he has difficulty playing in the elements. By the way, so does Jared Baby Hanscoff. Like both guys do poorly. <laughs> I mean, that's just a fact. Both guys play poorly in the elements. They both have small hands. And that's like a quarterback. I have small hands too. I I'm also too. I'm also like I, talking in my house right now. I'm I, not playing quarterback I, in the NFL. I've, <laughs> so, I've been mocked and ridiculed my entire life for my tiny hands. So look. But look, but but listen, but you're really good at what you do. I'm good at what. So like this, you you you, you make do with what you've got. You play mm -hmm. with the hand you've been dealt. Mm -hmm. So these two quarterbacks don't play great in the elements. It's going to be a perfect day in the in the bay. So I think both offenses will have a lot of success here. I think the Niners are definitely going to score, and then I think Detroit can block San Francisco's front. Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, who like he's going to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders whenever the Lions season ends. So people just like get ready for that. He'll have stuff cooked up here. Lions are going to be able to score. I think God is pretty underrated lest we forget obviously like Belichick mind effed him in the Super Bowl and like kind of like set his career back a little bit but two weeks before that Super Bowl but when the, when the Rams and the Patriots beat the Rams the second time Goff outdueled Drew Brees in the NFC title game in New Orleans uh, bad non-DPI call notwithstanding so I like both offenses here so I like the over in the game now why I would bet 
the Lions to win mm-hmm. as opposed to cover the spread. You know Dan Campbell's going to let it all hang out. He's going to put them on the table. The grapefruit's on the table. He's going to go for it on fourth down. They might get You might get a fake punt thrown in there also. He's going to be really aggressive. And on the flip side, and I think Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, he gets really tight in these big moments. Mm. He's hyper-conservative. He loves to punt. He loves to settle for field goals. So I think you're going to get into a situation here where the Lions are going to go for it a couple times. Now, if they don't get it and those decisions bust, San Francisco can win the game by like 17 points. But if they get these fourth downs, if they go for a fake field goal and they get it, Mm -hmm. I think Detroit can steal the outright win, which is why I think if you like Detroit, like I'm not saying like only bet the money line, but I think you should back up your Detroit wager with a Detroit money line bet as well. So I think the Lions are live to win the game Mm -hmm. coming up on Sunday. Mick, here's here's why I love Detroit. My former teammate, Aaron Glenn, when I played for the Jets. Great cornerback. Loves to blitz. They Detroit loves to blitz. You got a young quarterback in Brock Purdy. He's kind of been struggling a little bit. You heat him up. You put the pressure on him. Debo's not the same. You got what's-his-face coming off the edge there, Aiden Hutchinson. Seems like he has two or three sacks every game. They love to blitz. They love to confuse quarterbacks. And I could see Brock Purdy. And don't forget this, Brock Purdy's thinking about Tom Brady. <laughs> He has a bad game. They lose. What you think he's thinking about? Yeah, Tom that story Thomas came out this week. And like, and I'll just like the Lions You're defense, Wiggy. And I'm, I don't know if you agree with this. Mm-hmm. Like Aaron Glenn, and maybe Aaron Glenn's going to be a head coach soon. And like, I grew up watching him with the Jets. Uh-huh. He can be a great coordinator. That defense is not good. Like the Lions defense is not good. They get they get shredded by every quarterback they play. But why I like what you said is we know San Francisco is going to score. Mm-hmm. But if Glenn's going to be really aggressive, like they need to turn they need to turn San Francisco over a couple times in this game. So if you're going to get burnt no matter what, then mm-hmm. try and be aggressive, I right. think, and force a couple turnovers. Like the Lions are going to have to try and steal this game. And I think you have the type of coaching staff that's aggressive and smart enough to know that. And I think they're going to try and steal the game on Sunday. Nick, championship weekend is here. Thanks mm-hmm. for joining us this morning. Any wishes for us before you go? Yeah, minimal sweats when he bets the absolute very best of luck. And listen, Greg, like, yeah. like at this point in your life, man, yeah. you got to put the fandom aside and just accept things for what they are. That, that's that's what I New York oh. pizza is better than bar pizza. Just accept it. I'll, I'll agree with truth. you, Nick. I, I, refuse, I refuse to give up on my people. The, the, the people of Boston are great. You're not giving up on them. And he's not even real. Nick, don't let him fool you because nobody, I would say, uh, north of what? Hingham even eats bar pizza. That's right. not true. That's, That's a yeah. lie. I mean, everybody in Boston. It's we, literally a place in like No, Waltham. no. You ever heard of Dave Portnoy? When you, when you, Dave Portnoy's from the North Shore, so he didn't grow up on bar pizza. But do you watch any of his pizza? Yeah, I do watch you, his you pizza. Spent, he just spent the last two weeks talking about right. how incredible he, bar pizza is. He, you idiot. He, he might like it, but he grew up on North Shore and Boston pizza, which is very similar to New York right, pizza. Right, and then he chose the bar pizza. Portnoy say he'd rather have bar pizza. He loves it. I didn't say listen, get God bless him. I love it too, him. but I if I got it if listen, if I have to choose one on death row, give me my uh New York style okay, pizza. Well you're not a foxhole guy. I am. <laughs> um all right, Nick. Later, you're the best. Guys. Thank you. That is Nick Costos, host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Check out all the latest lines right now on the BetMGM app. And our coverage of the football postseason here at WEEI is brought to you by Wise Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks.
this trash? What do you mean? Come what on, man. That? What do you mean? What is this? Bone Crossroads Bone by Thugs. Bone Thugs and Harmony. No, get rid of that. Is that a Wiggy? Was that a Wiggy pick? Oh, Curtis and Wiggy brought it up earlier, so I made uh, sure it was right. clean and played it. How are you a hip hop fan and don't know Bone Thugs and Harmony? They had a song I, with Eminem. Uh, I'm old. And Biggie, school, but I'm old school. I this tried with Akon. It's a banger. You've never heard a first of the month. This is old school. I'm straight out of Compton. This is straight out. Eazy E was the guy, is the one who found I, him. I loved Eazy E. Okay, well, then you would love Pour Bone. Pour one out. Pour one out for Eazy? Yeah, pour I one out. I feel you, dog. <laughs> pour a little Thanks, bit out dog. for Eazy. Should we pour some out here? Oh, we got a soda. Is, Let's pour uh, it out for Eazy. I yeah, love you, Greg. You know you, my dog. Is Gerard Mayo only interviewing people named Gerard? <laughs> I just saw this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how much truth there is, but according to a Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports, the Patriots have interviewed Texans quarterback coach Gerard Johnson and okay. Panthers OC Thomas Brown for their vacant offensive coordinator job. All right. So okay. I know nothing about Gerard Johnson, but okay. I do not like the Thomas Brown anymore. All right. So Gerard Johnson. <laughs> oh, a little bit of backstory on Johnson. Houston's quarterback coach. Minnesota. Stroud looked pretty good. Assistance quarterback good. coach. And right. Indianapolis co- coach in 2020, 2020 and 2021. Uh, quality okay. control. I have right. an idea. Yeah. Should Shime continue this rapid weight loss? Uh-huh. Gerard Mayo hire him as the strength and conditioning coach. Absolutely. Ooh, I don't know yes. about that one. You have to change his name to Gerard yeah. or Gerard. <laughs> He's going to have to be the assistant, Curtis, because Gerard's brother is the strength and conditioning coach. Really? Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, oh, Sean might have to be the assistant. That's all right. Yeah. I can just be a film room guy. That's fine. <laughs> could be his, he could be Gerard's Ernie Adams. There I would love, I would, I would give everything to do that. A buff one, though. Who's I that love you guys. I love dude. this show, but I would kill for that job. I, I am so excited <laughs> to root my ass you off wanna, for Mayo. You want to? You want to sit down there in uh, some dark back room yep. and look at analytics all day for for twelve hours? Oh, a day. Twenty two. That's Greg, your dream job, Greg. Do you know who you're talking to? Would there ever be a breath of fresh air that you might encounter? Mm-hmm. In who the needs out fresh of, air in the? In the uh, right. You know how much I've played video games all my life. I'd be. It's like doing the same thing. <laughs> It's not doing it's the, the all same 22. Thing. Oh, God, it's I'm not. watching just all 22 football tape. Okay. They just charting this is why, passes it, hey, and defensive plays. This, <laughs> is why, this is why Bill Belichick can't get a job. Because right. running a football team is like <laughs> playing video games now. That's the same thing. Oh, I would love to crunch that, those numbers. Sean, you got to come up with your own DVOA. Something, right. something that, you Wait, know. Okay. lost DVOA. Well, you know, like something in football now that maybe nobody else is looking An for. An algorithm. Yeah, that they, you know, you start okay. to factor in. Is today okay. a leg day or a back day? <laughs> uh, today is a pull day. Oh, yeah. right. tries and, and buys for me. Stay up a bar. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so we got to go. Oh, man. Um, I hate to. That's it already? Yeah, I could, I could talk for another couple hours with mm-hmm. you guys. Um, Courtney, jacked lines all day. I know. Sorry to everybody who's uh, on hold. We'll like Shime, jacked. Shimed lines. Hang around and talk to Gresham Foyer. So, um... What do I need to mention? Sunday, we'll see you at Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham. We'll be there at 3. 9 to noon, Ken and Curtis tomorrow. Okay, little dedication, uh, quick dedication right before 3 of the Greg Hill Foundation dining room at Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham. And then we'll hang out with you and watch football all day and maybe into the evening before the snow arrives. Curtis, great job today. Shime, great job in the news. Appreciate it, Greg. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. Um, uh, thinking about Courtney and her entire yeah. and her entire family. Um, as Prayers they, for as, all of them. As they deal with the death in their family. So, um, Gresham Foyer next. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching this show on Twitch. 
Thank you for streaming the show at weei.com. Thank you for listening to the show on the Odyssey app. Thank you for watching the show on YouTube. Every single one of you. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday morning at 6. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.